and welcome to episode 345 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of the Instagram comic Black, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The writer, reviewer, and sexy mother, it's Jammer. Tony Esmond. Hello. <laughs> I made it sound like that was censored then. Yeah, so that's quite yeah, good. Yeah, perfect <laughs> acting. Sounds like I, I'm editing, but I thought I better not say a naughty word ten seconds into the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this week we're also joined by a friend of the show, fellow podcaster, and goodest of eggs. It's Tom from That Comic Smell. Hello. Oh, sorry, I was just huffing some comics there. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Always on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's huffing the sequentials. Um, my God, don't some of them smell good? Tom, well, um, what, in terms of like that comic smell, let's let's get into this before we get oh, into the rest okay. of the show. Um, that comic smell, obviously, quite a specific name for a podcast, and we all know mm. when you get a there's different sort of smells for comics, and like you know whether it be the type of paper it's printed on, or whether it's an old sort of you know Bronze Age comic, etc. What's your favourite smell of comic? Oh, um. Well, I do like a good smell of an old Beano or Dandy that's been sitting for about 20 years in somebody's loft. Um, <laughs> okay. It's wow. good. But but I, 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 got, I got a bit ruined recently. Uh, oh. Nan- Nando brought some um, Justice League Internationals from Spain, and they're just printed just ever so slightly differently. And, oh, my God, the smell of them. I mean, it keeps me awake at night. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. Like, there's sometimes I'll wake up and go, "Those Justice League Internationals, they were just something else." Honestly, <laughs> comics from other countries do smell differently. Yeah, I, I haven't bought comics, you know, on holiday in France and stuff. There is a different smell to them. It's, yeah, it definitely. Yeah, the inks that are being used, surely. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. crisp as anything as well. Like, honestly, I know Nando takes care of his comics anyway, but these things literally looked like they were just fresh out the box. Like the the ink just stays. It's unbelievable we were comparing them between the the us ones and the, the reprints and stuff and they were just phew, amazing but i can actually still smell them as i'm talking about them just now <laughs> <laughs> i think that's one thing that comic mark like the comics there yeah uh, you yeah. get them out and you're like fuck me like this like is this just fresh off the the press because it looks like no one's even looked at this yeah uh, it is part of the nostalgia isn't it when you go to a comic mart and you pull those back issues out there is a little waft as long as you are far enough away from the person next to you and the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you don't <laughs> no, want that waft. Yeah, yeah you yeah. don't want a little waft that you get from that but you know the comic itself yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something about those old those old 70s books or you know, who does the most huffing on the show is it, i'm guessing yeah. it's mike uh, no, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, for, I'm forever getting into trouble. Like, oh, there he goes. He's gone. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. sitting with it on my face. I mean, like, he was huffing. Dave gives you one of those knowing. Tonight. You know, looks. everyone heard him huffing lying on air. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think Mike was uh, one that was like, oh, I have to admit, it was about, about sort of two or three months into doing the podcast. So I have to admit, I didn't actually smell the comics until I started coming along. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't believe it! Like you're never even tempted, like <laughs> even just this a little is, bit. Yeah. Does it ever get you aroused, Mike? Let's ask him. Text him in a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I know it one place definitely is, does, Dave. They've yeah. got oh, yeah. no smell, but it does have a load of comics. Where's that, Dan? Oh, God, where? Comic House. Oh wow! Hey. Yes, of course. Our, our sponsors. <laughs> What's week. happened? What's happening? 
Uh, well, what, what's happening, Tony? We're, talk, we're talking about the indie comic marketplace where the difference. Don't turn around everything I say. And, uh... <laughs> well, funny you should say that, Tony. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually funny you should say that, Tony. Um... Oh, you're a robot. Because and and you can find comics with robots, robots in on Comic House, <laughs> our lovely sponsor. Yes, if you go to comichouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on the Comic House database. If you self-publish, list your book on there. It's another avenue to start selling your book. But please, please, please add your books or join up and read more books on the Comic House app. It's brilliant. It's like Netflix for comics, only £3 a month. You get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, which is being added to all the time. And uh, Dan, what can they find on there at the moment? Well, I want to highlight three titles from authors nope. that have their, their 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 names in the titles of the comics. We've got Frank the writer. He's got a series of uh, comics. Who is on that? There. Who is he? We don't know. We have to get in touch with him. Frank, get in touch with us. They said it couldn't happen. The, the legend William Shatner presents oh. the te- Tech War Chronicles. Uh, I think there's ten issues out, and uh, we've got William F. Nolan's Dark Universe comics from mm. Blue Water Comics. Right. Blue Water, uh, they're a class act. Yeah, and they're all on there. There's many Blue Water titles on uh, Comic House, and they're ready for you to check out today. Yes, yeah. indeed. We um, should read. We should have a month where we just, a week where we read Blue Water because they do some mental stuff. <laughs> yeah, is I that agree. Them, is that them to do like the Kim Kardashian comic? And yeah, like and all that sort of thing. <laughs> maybe, we should, I remember maybe we should I call it the Blue, the Blue Watershed. No, actually, that sounds a bit dirty, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's use it then. Yeah, yeah. There's one here that's got Dirk, ben- Dirk Benedict in the 20, 25th century. It's got to be good. It's got to be that's good. A, that's a we'll sign of quality. We'll find out soon. But in, until then, you should find out before us by uh, going to comichouse.com. He's, he's a robot. He's like starting a 14-day free trial. Um, and basically, the value for money is ridiculous because there's all those comics and tons it's of marketing small, machines. Small press and indie books. Yeah. Well, someone fucking has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, Can uh, you get uh, comics from the comic, that comic smell, uh, creators on there? Yeah, Tom. you can. Yeah, um, I think Dave's got all of his up there, if I remember oh, rightly. Well, yes. he's got he's got a majority of them up there. Um, I know. I think the Tay Bridge one went up not that long ago. I don't know if he's put Booze Ha Ha up yet. This is Dave that, Robertson. Is yeah. Dave yeah. Robertson, yes. I think I read Tay Bridge on there, so uh, yes. that's definitely on there. Okay. I think you look Fantastic. Up, look up Fred Egg Comics. It tends to. I think it comes up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You can search and creators on there as well, can't you? So, yeah. 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 And if you're a creator, you, you can add your bios and stuff as well, so people can find links to your other stores, etc. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, if you've got digital comics just gathering dust on your hard drives, add them up there. You never know. You never know who might become a fan of your art, your work just because yeah. they clicked on a link. Um, but something that we spoke about then that I thought, oh, that's an interesting topic to get started because we do have a little bit of a uh we, we're going to be talking about genres this this week but and we're going to get mm. into that uh in a bit but dan you're reading out all those the name books you know like yes. william shatner presents and and anyone who's read a previews has always seen like that in the latter pages when you look at the indie books there was lots of you know the vincent price presents or there was all i was showing of, you an elvira comic earlier yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but when it comes to those um, putting like a an actor's name above the comic, how imp- how well do you think those books do? Fucking not at all, I'm guessing. Yeah, because <laughs> half the time it seems like 
it's the name but when you see when you see like the interiors of some of these books no offence to anyone who's created any of these books by the way um, huge offence coming yeah but, but sometimes like when I've seen them in the past you think oh you know what's this going to be like and you open it up and it's not quite it doesn't quite deliver it doesn't reflect yeah. the cover put it that way do no, you? say yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Just scanning through there's another one uh, Roger Corman presents the Death Sport games I mean if you you know what you're going to get from Roger Corman oh I read one of them yeah. yeah it wasn't very good wasn't great. I remember them, but uh, <laughs> you know, if they're using kind of like a name that's fairly like, well, pretty indifferent to that person. I'm yeah, al- yeah. I'm always like dubious of the presents anyway. Yeah, it's like rock and roll yeah. comics. Do you remember that? Do you remember those comics? Yeah. We talked about them years yeah, ago. I think they're. Them, yeah. I think there's something. There's something to do with Blue Wall. I know there's some connection. Maybe they certainly put some of those rock and roll comics out because the dude who ran that company got murdered. Fucking hell! Oh Christ! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of us could get one of us could get murdered one day. Uh, just uh, then, someone would make a comic out of it. Let's hope, eh? Let's hope. Thanks, you me. Don't be worried, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably, I'll probably have to go with Tom. Yeah, Tom's gonna be, he's, yeah. he's gonna be one to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, that's great. Thanks, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks yeah. for coming on, Tom. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Tom. Yeah. Uh, see you soon. Um, <laughs> you no, make but, it quick. But, you know, have you ever been... Uh, <laughs> um, have you ever been drawn in to pick up and look at a comic book purely based on that sort of like, you know, a, a William Shatner Presents? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Loads. William Shatner is an obvious go-to for you, Tony. But you know, but I mean, all, all sorts of people. So, like that Roger Corman thing, I'd probably look at it. Then you get occasionally you get you got we got comics like Larry Niven's Ringworld, you know, and things like that yeah, from the author. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no pervs. The uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, so sometimes if it's got you know, there was that one that I picked up, Glenn Danzig, and I was like, this is going to be oh good. yeah. So Glenn Danzig is that the one where he lived with what's his name? Um, no, he, he did like a. It was semi smut comic. I put it up in one of our competitions of like the worst comic you could find. It, it, <laughs> no, it no, narrowly Dan, when lost. You, when you picked it, up, are, are you a fan of Danzig's music or Danzig himself? Uh, I quite like Mother, the song. That's the only one I can really recall. He, he did a com- Wasn't there a comic about him living with the bloke from Black Flag? I don't was know, that? man. Could, could, yeah, could have been. I mean, you've there read is, every yeah, comic yeah. in existence, Tony. So it probably I haven't read all good. Blue Water, which is why we got to get them on. Yeah. What Danzig? Danzig meets Henry Rollins. Yeah, weren't they living together? There was like a sort of romance comic or something about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, you're right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. What's it's, it called? What? What's it, what's it? It's called uh, Henry and Glenn Forever. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh it's quite good. Who's, who's a, who's a, What's who's that available, dude? If you just googled, googled that, googled it. No, yeah. It's quite well known. That's like a. Is it a Fanographics book or something like that? Isn't it? Yeah, it looks like Fanographics. Yeah. <laughs> who's what? the creator? Uh, I'm just looking at these. There's, there's actually I googled it and there's absolutely loads of images of it. So yeah, it must be quite a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah. quite cool apparently. Tom yeah, Neely. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I recognise this right enough. Yeah. I keep meaning to buy it and have a read of it. It looks right. I kind of like that idea. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. that's I wouldn't want to watch one. it. Do you know what I mean? What's the name of that artist? I have to send this picture in the chat because uh, I, I I don't want to... No, I can't fucking send it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> send it on the WhatsApp and I'll forward it to Tom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Yes, so th- this is the sort of high-quality content that you get this from an audio, audio <laughs> chat. Um, already off, off to a winner. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 
but yeah, I just thought as we were talking about that, I've, I've, you know, it's these little questions that I've always pondered about because a name comic is a staple part of comic books, like dating all the way back, isn't it? It'll be hmm. perfect for Romance Week coming up. Mm. Yeah, that's good shot. Blue Water, yeah. Yeah, we might be getting romantic soon. Mm. Um, but before then, um, we're not... We <laughs> I keep talking about the genre month. we got to get into it at some point and, and check yes. it out this yeah. year. Sorry. But sorry, we are going to be talking uh, genres um, in comics this month. And what are our favourites? You know, and uh, yes. I think there's probably going to be a lot, lot of crossover the way we um, mm. set it up. Um, we're each going to pick three, but of course, we'll probably have a lot of the same anyway. It's not yeah, like everyone, so if we, everyone's going to have different ones. Yeah, we'll right? go around. Should we go three, two, one, and we start with the guests? But if the, if you if if for example someone says another one that you've got, even if it's your first one, you've got to join in. Otherwise, we'll be forever, won't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Some something I wanted to point out first with genres. There he is, the old Huffington Post over there. <laughs> well, I, hold on a minute, lads. You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this wasn't written down in the text message I got from Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you said he was going to behave. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, I do you know, you you put it, you put this to me, and then said about the the favorite genres yeah and I, I was like yeah okay fair enough i was like well what what, def- what defines it uh, sounds ridiculous but what defines a genre in comics i think um, that's the perfect question to well, start, i think so go on yeah we can almost we can almost you can almost make a genre up can't you you can almost yeah, say you, you know yeah. well, this, um, is, this is what i stumbled into swords you know yeah. it's like that isn't yeah. It? yeah yeah this is the kind of thing that i stumbled into i, I, I just kind of I, you know the old cursory google search to see and uh because it's Loads of different sites saying many different things about different genres. I mean, Comixology has two pages of them, but Mm. they also list horror, vampires, and zombies as three separate genres. Yeah. Uh, Um, On the Free Comic Book Day website, they said that the only genres that exist in comics are superhero, manga, slice of life, humor, nonfiction, science fiction, slash fantasy as one genre, and horror. That's a load of old shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that is a load of old shit. Yeah. That, that's walking into a waterstone and just thinking, hold on, they've put the fucking fantasy and horror books on one shelf. Why? I was going to try and annoy <laughs> someone by saying, what's your favourite genre? I was going to say manga. So that, well, actually, manga isn't a genre. Yeah, actually, manga, manga, just, yeah, manga just means comics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you would be surprised. <laughs> that was... <laughs> manga was manga was actually the one that was like consistent on every single one of them. And I just thought, that's not a genre. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Well, because not because within manga, they have genres. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about one earlier, wasn't I? When I bought, I bought that. That book um, yesterday called Ragnarok, and um, someone on the, one of the Slack said to me, "Oh, is that BL?" And I had to look up what BL meant, and that's a whole genre of yeah. manga. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit yeah. weird. It's like, what's your favourite genre of comic? You say comics, so yeah. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. My answer would normally be your mama. That would yeah. be my, my answer. Yeah, but it was like. <laughs> You know, putting science fiction and fantasy together as well. I'm like, that's two separate genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and what, what do you put monsters under? Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah, because exactly. I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, that's how we've absolutely ruined the uh, format of our <laughs> concept. <laughs> oh, so fuck so it. Let's just go to the recommend. The show is shit. So what's the point <laughs> of doing it? Thanks, Tom. Straight on to the shout outs. <laughs> if, right. if pushed, if pushed. And you have to name a genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other, the other caveat too is, how has it influenced your buying habits now and in the past? So that's the thing I wish to discuss as well. What, what you know, when you go and buy something or you're online or in a shop, 
How does it influence what you pick up and look at, what you take to the till? You know, this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. I could quite easily go first, and I imagine as many of us are going to say the same thing, and that's uh, superheroes. Okay, superheroes is my number one. Yeah, that my number one. Absolutely. We're going Back three to one, Dan. Okay. I know, but I said, uh, 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 yeah. do we have to do them in order? Do we have to do them in order? Because well, it, it was sort of like what. It, what, I, I think know, for we, us we the leave most that one important. to the end because that's like absolutely fucking tight. If you're Western readers, I imagine that's going right. to be a, a massive one. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, you know, just in case anyone was listening to the rules yeah. earlier, the uh, um, <laughs> obviously not me. <laughs> I thought we could go with the guest first. What do you think? Uh, good shout. Good shout. <laughs> hey, Tom, what would be your third favourite genre? Um, I probably have to go with humour. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe same. same. I, th- I think, oh, um, right. I think humor can fall under a lot of different categories as well, though, because I think that can encompass, um, like you can get like funny and humorous comic Anthropomorphic humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. sci-fi yeah, yeah. humor. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that I, means I, superhero. Yeah, humor. I would totally agree as well because when I was looking through some of the books that I like, and even if they're like sort of action-oriented books. For me, they're they're funny. They're it's because they're funny. That's why I, mm. I like them. So yeah. yeah, do I class them as humor books? I mean, I, I I would agree with you as well. I'll probably I'll probably put humor as mine. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because you can class some James Bond films, especially the Roger Moore ones, as comedies. God, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, um, yeah. even like Superman Four or something like that has its comedic elements. You know, and the comics mm. are the same, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes they're a mix up, aren't they? That's okay. Mm. You get stuff as broad reaching as like the uh, Perry Fellowship Bible. Or yeah. uh, Penguins, yeah. which is a free panel one, to the to longer form stuff, which works yeah. on a different level, but just as well. No, magazine, it, you know. Yeah, I think it helps as well that as ki- like as kids and teenagers and stuff, that's the kind of stuff that's marketed and, and put towards you is the funny pages hmm. as well. You know, that's the that's probably what most people see first is, especially like so Britain, especially you you'll see like Beano and Dandy and everything, and they're humor strips. Yeah, um, and then you got like Viz and two thousand, even some of the strips in two thousand AD and oh, stuff as well are yeah. all, all humour, um, haircut, things like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know it's probably it's probably one of the first things that you would encounter. I mean, it comes from it comes from the whole name comic as well. Mm. You know, it's mm. the it's the comic pages. So yeah, um, yeah, I think humour's definitely got to be the the uh, my 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 pick of choice for for number three. Number the same three. for you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the the kind of it's such a kind of a, a broad subject. I mean, like from reading Kate Beaton stuff, which is <laughs> kind of completely different to reading something like Rufus Marigold, but each one fucking absolutely makes me crack up. And kind of, uh, I think over the years I've got kind of a bit more of a broad uh, taste for the kind of uh, the, the humor comics, where it used to be a bit more kind of puerile, still is, but like. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be more stuff highbrow stuff which i kind of laugh at they, they kind of like bring up cringeworthy uh dramatic situations that it is supposed to elicit humor but not in the same way of a kind of like a, a bawdy joke or a, a visual gag do you know what i mean yeah uh, what was that europe comics one we liked about the golfers i know you reviewed it recently Arsholes, Tom. wasn't it Arsholes. Arsholes. Yeah. yeah yeah i like that <laughs> that was fucking gold that was that was really good <laughs> yeah really well done and and like all these kind of like they can span genres within themselves because mm-hmm. yeah 
what yeah. would you call that? Sl- it's not really a slice of life, but it's kind of more drama. I, I don't know. It's a hard one to describe. Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. It's almost sketch comedy, isn't it? In yeah. A way. Yeah. It's one long one. Yeah. yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, reading through, like sometimes you get the uh, on Facebook. You know, I've liked a couple of those. The the web comment pages the, the perry fellowship bible is one of them mm-hmm. uh, never sure if i'm ever saying that name right perry bible fellowship that's the one uh and there's another one the uh something explained with buff dudes that's fucking great as well. <laughs> i think it's out i think it's our turd comics which is absolutely great there's that one strip where he does where he like holds up a picture and he says i'm my own worst critic and then this huge massive blue dude comes up with internet on him he just like kicks straight through the picture, <laughs> gets him, and he's crying. He goes, "Never forget this." <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, humor, humor's right up there. I mean, that's an absolute Three. fucking yeah. Gem. You've got you've got stuff like you know Simon Hanselman's Crisis Zone making mm. like comic of the year on like loads of stuff. You know, there's it was it was huge throughout 2020 as well. I mean, that's absurdist humor. Yeah. Um, crash site and everything that we've that yeah. I've heard you guys speaking about as well. Yeah, um, you know loads of stuff and like I say, like the the strips. So going, going going as far back as like Crazy Cat and everything. It's all yeah. it's all humor strips. Mm. Um, yeah. Absurdist stuff like Johnny. I actually Ryan think comedy is easy easier to carry off in shorter strips, but yeah. harder to maintain over a longer story. Yeah. I think so. Actually, you've yes. got a concept like yeah. how yeah. Uh, Al Henderson, Henderson keeps it going with penguins, fucking. Mm. Yeah, if, if you have a, a running narrative, um, your humour is coming from the characters. It's the importance of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not always it's not always jokes, is it? But sometimes just uh, the way a character I mean, acts. He, even humour's like, got many genres to it. You've yeah. got satire yeah. and you've got slapstick, and you know, there's all different parts. Yeah, yeah. Really, you know, I mean, I remember Monkey Branch into sort of like a Beano Dandy stuff into uh, reading Gru, which is just yeah, yeah, absolute. Uh, Humor hilarity all the way through it, and then even then, like get the more underground stuff, like reading Freak Brothers around the same time. Yeah, and I didn't really get all the references, if I'm honest. But uh, there's certain times when it's sort of like uh, the, the drug effects taking effect on Fat Freddy, and yeah, fucking laughing. <laughs> well, Crumb, Crumb, mm-hmm. yeah, Crumb is a lot. Of, there's yeah. a lot of comedy in Crumb stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do we know a lot of small press creators that that do humor? I'm trying to yeah. rack my brains to think. There is there is a number. John Tucker. John yeah. Tucker. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd be. like to think I try it occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Comic Hercules. The, um... But do you know, like, as a saying, right, this is a humor comic and going out with that in mind, not having a comic with humor in it. Humor in it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people think they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think humor is a is a is a wonderful gateway to a reader. Um mm. if as soon yeah. as you get someone's sense of humor, um, and I, I think immediately that, that can immediately turn someone off as well. Like, oh, you know, I don't find this kind of humor funny. But if you, yeah, if you do latch on to the same sense of humor as the reader, then they're going to be with you for the whole yeah. thing. I actually yeah. think it's a riskier style to take these days than maybe horror because there is a big part of humor, especially the humor that we like, that goes out to offend and satirize. Yeah. And I think not everyone either gets it or pretends they get it no yeah or don't get it uh, you know it's, it's i think it's actually more of a dangerous area to sometimes acting in acting in bad faith to yeah. sort of to, to yeah. see the wrong thing in something uh i agree man yeah you gotta you got be careful i mean some people just seem to just like it just glances off them that kind of criticism or 
all those yeah. thoughts. But I'd, I'd almost constantly be thinking, oh, God, is this, will this fly? Or uh, yeah. I, don't know. I, I do like comedy that challenges me. Do you know what I mean? I like, I like the stuff that gets me it should thinking. Do. I don't, yeah. 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 I mean, fucking, I turned on the TV earlier and Citizen Calm was on. And I thought, right, let's watch a little bit. And just nothing. I just, <laughs> it's not like it's not funny. There's just, there wasn't jokes. I just, mm. what like Mrs. Brown's at? Boys or something like that. Or Mark McIntyre. It just, it just doesn't, doesn't work for me. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but then again, something like Stuart Lee, it just isn't just making jokes. He's actually just being funny through his observations. I really like. Yeah. I suppose it's, yeah, each their own. Of course, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure there's plenty of folk that would read something like, I don't know, pa- Patrick Sparrow stuff, for example. Yeah. People creep on and would be like, what the fuck is this? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, without a yeah. doubt. Um, but it's, it's hilarious. It's absolutely yeah, it hilarious. And that's brilliant. making that's making uh, comments and everything just on its images within the background and everything. Like the actual, maybe the, the baseline for the strip or the story isn't making a, a sort of satirical look on something, but his little bits that he's added in the back about about the United States or something like that it yeah. makes it funny, you know. I wonder. I wonder if tree humor <clears throat> is now um, an area that can only be addressed in indie because of the the concerns of the bigger companies of offense. You know, I mean, could 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 DC Comics put out a Joe Matt book about him just masturbating all the time? No. You no, know, no, you know, no. Well, no, maybe in the seventies they might have had little imprints put that stuff out. You know, Vertigo maybe or something. You know, no, but um, they could they could do something like the Justice League International or something like that. Yeah, that, that is yeah. funny. I mean, I mean, but that one star squadron is like that. A, a humor book with a big two now is, is like that Deadpool style of humor where it's all self-referential. It's pop, yeah. pop culture yeah. humor. It's yeah. it's very simple and obvious, and you and it's just sort of like. I think the word is unfunny. Or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Funny at one point, but that point it is used past. to be okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. cool. What about we, we, we've taken ages on one there? What about you, V? Um, I think this is. Uh, I mean, I was looking at my list of three, and the three massively broad genres. Um, I'm gonna uh, say sci-fi is the first one. Okay. Yeah, for me. Um, but I think in order to say sci-fi, you have to sort of narrow it down because sci-fi can incorporate quite literally everything. Um, yeah, well, it's <laughs> pretty, Iron Man, isn't it? Or pretty you know, much, yeah, Superman yeah. Or, yeah. Superheroes you could tuck into science fiction. You know, you've got. I mean, you could have horror with aliens and stuff like that. Um, if I was to stick to a sort of, um, I don't know, like it's just um, that sci-fi stuff that. Isn't necessarily hard sci-fi, I, I would say. Um, actually, there's a bit of everything in it because hard sci-fi is the. Is that the one that's? I always get the two mixed up. Which one is the more sort of Blade Runner style, and which one is the more Star Wars? Hard sci-fi is the more sort. Of, I always see it as the more pre-Star Wars when it was about the ideas and you know, like Philip K. Okay. Dick or Heinlein or yeah. something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. it became all big rocket ships and yeah, yeah and and fighting and good music. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think it's it's easier for me to be won over by um, a bigger sort of Star Warsian like sci-fi um, because it's got its gloss and it's got its pomp and it's got its, it's got its blockbuster budget there there on show. So like adventure sci-fi. Yeah, adventure sci-fi. Because yeah. um, some of the some of the harder sci-fi that sometimes modern day you know it just happens to have oh we've all got an implant in our brain which is mm. which does this that and the other that's a harder sell and normally there a lot of sci-fi stories in general not just in comics can be pretty slow 
I think they can be pretty plodding a lot of the time, even if they've got like some overarching overall point. Well, 2001 is pretty slow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah but it's still yeah. a beautiful mm-hmm. spectacle. Yeah. Just, I think it kind of depends on the mood I'm in sometimes for yeah. sci-fi. I mean, I, the sci-fi was my fiction of choice for decades. Definitely. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I think, you know, obviously it speaks, I, I, I like stuff more and more these days. Um, that is the creation of worlds and, and bigger worlds. I don't need to be. I don't need to know everything about this universe that's being built. But to read to read something or to see something, and it feels like there's a bigger universe out there. You know, the creator could have huge bibles about like the the law of like the ha- you know take take a Dune style story. You know, I've got law about all these houses and stuff. The reader shouldn't have to know all of that to enjoy the story. But I like the idea of that there is a bigger story and there is a bigger world because then I think those worlds feel lived in. Yeah, yeah man, that's my that's my juice. I love that. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I just I like because with June, you can there's, there's a book called the June Encyclopedia that you can buy that runs yeah. alongside it, and I kind of I kind of like that because a lot of science fiction books like a lot of fantasy as like such and such of house such and such from planet such and such, and you're like, oh fuck me, I'm lost now. You know, yeah. it's the ability exactly. to look it up in the back of the book sometimes does me a favour. Yeah. 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 When you got to look at Conan, Conan would have a map so you can figure out where exactly he's meant to be in every book, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, but I, I think the sci-fi I, I'm sort of liking now is, is just the fun stuff. Uh, I'm just liking like big, fun, sort of big adventure comics, you know, space blasters, oh, ships, you know, like the, the space mullet type stuff. Yeah. You're, um, um, you're, a, you're a fan of black science, aren't you? Oh, uh, Vince. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that was that's one of the best weeks I've had in years. Really, <laughs> reading a book of that a day. Um, it's good, isn't it? But that was that was a that was a deep mixture of like you know proper big sci-fi with almost um, outer limits style mm-hmm. um, moral moral storytelling going on. It was lots it's of kind crazy. of a lockdown project, yours, wasn't it? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I had the yeah. books for ages, and I would recommend this to people if if you've got like a if there's a series of books that you haven't got around to reading. Just pick a book a day, you know. Just t- take. A... It was easier with Black Science because thankfully they weren't like Alan Moore. Maybe like five in. issues of trade or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and that, that was a great experience. I need to do that with a couple more series. I think. Look at my bookshelf. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think I think that was a great example of um, what sci-fi can do. Mm-hmm. Um, a storytelling because you can tell these big epic. You know, we we are a kingdom and we're ruling the universe, or you can just tell a small story you know a family story mm-hmm. within a bigger universe i i think yeah science fiction is, is definitely up there with me it's sort of overtaken superheroes i would say okay okay yeah. when, oh, I look at, when i look at the, when i look at like the books that i bought yeah. um it's less and less superheroes that's why superheroes were nudged out of my top three mm, so pre- presented with a shelf of comics in like say in a comic shop yeah you're going to pick up sci-fi it's going to be one of your go-to's Yes, yes, I think, I, I think, yeah. I think, I think so. But that's with the caveat. It kind of has to be a specific, you know, because sci-fi is so wide, isn't it? It, it? Yeah, it's a specific type of. If it's got yeah. my flavour, I'll pick that over a superhero. Okay, yes. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I think that's the best. Yeah, interesting, and that's changed. It's interesting that's changed, isn't it? The yes. superhero is what everyone sees comics as from outside. Yeah. You know, Joe and Joe and Bubba. and that's mm-hmm. that's what I grew yeah, up yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I still, I still love reading them now. But now it's sort of like my, my three genres are sort of different. And I have noticed some other genres sort of creep up as well. But we'll talk about them once we've done the main three. I think so. Okay, yeah. worthy mentions. So, so, uh, so, should so, do mine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, mine is edgy autobiographical or pseudo autobiographical. Now, oh, interesting. Uh, you may think autobio. So, 
there's a lot of shit out there, isn't there? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I've I've had to trim it a little bit. So I, with the caveat that it's especially as long as it's come from 65, 1965 to 99, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think once web comics came in, we began to see an influx of people just being sad on their couches. And that's not what I'm interested in. <laughs> um, they have to be... Uh, what's the quote I read? I wrote this quote down. My name is... An autobiography isn't complete without some shame. And I think that if people aren't prepared to sort of reveal themselves properly mm. in a autobiographical book, then I'm not interested in it. it has, so it, therefore, it has to has, have that edge. And I think in doing that, the rev- that's why I'm drawn to it. The revelation of the person, which I'm really interested in, has a real... Um, it is really something I'll look at. And it also has real possibilities for the medium to be able to explore the inner self as well as, you know, the events that are going outside on some people. Um, I thought I'd just mention a few of them. Um, so, so just examples of where I'm going with this. So Peter Bag, um, Crumb, um, James James Colcharker. I know you're a fan of those people, Tom, mm-hmm. um, or a couple of them. Uh, Seth, obviously, we've talked about before. Um, there's a there's a book by Al Davidson called The Spiral Cage, which is um, about his illness growing up and stuff, and that is incredibly strong. Um, Harvey Picar is another one. Oh yeah, where would we be without Harvey? Um, Art Spiegelman, I mean, Craig, uh, it's been talked about a lot at the moment. Um, Eddie Campbell, mm-hmm. I love Eddie Campbell's autobio stuff. I think it's incredible. Um, even um, Brian Bendis did some about him trying to break into comics and stuff like that. There's some really good stuff there. Um, Joe Sacco. Uh, Chester Brown, Chester Brown's paying for it. Mm-hmm. I think Vince said to me, he managed to clean the house while I talked about that on an episode about four years ago. <laughs> fucking, I just loved the fact that this person can put it out there. And I think that people go, oh, I'm doing autobiocomic, bio- but they either try and make themselves cool, sound cool, cool, or they just moan about how yeah. they don't feel, how they feel sad. You know, mm. I think have something, you know, <clears throat> the old story about you want to fight a bull. If you want to write about fighting a bull, fight a bull. I know it's not an exact yeah. science, but mm. you know, if you want, if you want to make an autobiographical comic, have something to talk about. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Bob um, Bob Fingerman's book. You know, the, yep. the sort of the revelations of his <clears throat> quote unquote sex life and relationships and friends and stuff. He's really exposing himself there to people. And mm. I think no, say what you will about Crumb, he did the same. I may not always agree with perhaps the politics of it, but it really was pushing the boundaries of what we could see. Julie Doucette, maybe, as mm-hmm. well. And like Joe Matt, who we just mentioned. Um, and I, I really think it's becoming a lost art because people see... It, in what sense, if someone says to you at a comic convention, I'm doing an autobiocomic, immediately my, my senses shut down. Fucking and I think, I how quickly both. can I get out of this conversation? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it's not going to be that quality. It's not going to be Eddie Campbell, you know. There's um, a sequence in fucking the poor bastard where like yeah, he's yeah. just he's just masturbating <laughs> all the time. Like and then he has a chance for a threesome with two girls and he just can't fucking do it. Yeah. And he, yeah. he goes into the bathroom and bangs one out. Yeah. And he just feels <laughs> he feels absolutely worthless and it's like, oh fucking hell, man. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, have a look at some of Jim Woodring's, <clears throat> you know, autobio stuff. Craig Thompson, you know, look at you know, blankets. Um I don't can't remember if I said Porcelino, but Porcelino is a perfect example of that. You know, yep. his life is exposed, and we talked about it, Tom. Uh, mm-hmm. Louis Trondheim um, and his wife, he did, he did a book with about her life. Um, uh, Marjane Satrapi as well. Um, Mary Felina, Seth. Yes. You know, these people, they just, they really did move the the medium on yeah. by what they did. And I think we're really missing that, that, that chance-taking and experimentation that we don't see enough of. 
Oh, Look at um, Gareth Hopkins. He's another one. Yes, Gareth. definitely. Yeah, that's a good yeah. shout. Yeah. yeah. I banged the small press drum for uh, uh, Catriona Chapman with uh, Fuck yep. Me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Again, if yeah. you want to read a book about where something happens, that Fuck Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Follow Me is, is a, you know, she, Look what she did in her life there. Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. even without the, the, the personal story going along, I would just read someone what, what she got up to because yeah. it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, so, have to, you have to have something to say and you have to do it in a way that is interesting and um, inspiring almost, you know, yeah. to, to how they do it. And I, I don't think we see enough of it. We see it every so often. But the, yeah. you look at 65 onwards, there were the, the examples of some of the books that were coming out about people's lives who were just incredible. Yeah, so I, that's... Uh, I think it sounds a bit cruel if you sort of say well i'm not really interested in listening about your life but i guess <laughs> do you know what i mean like there, there's so many people that that, that lives lives that my life wouldn't be interesting to fucking yeah. most of the planet do you know the best I mean? example but, of that is there's that quote wasn't it write a dream lose a reader so if someone comes to you and says oh i had this really weird dream i'm going to tell you about it you're like fucking hell here we go <laughs> yeah. you know and it's the same with auto buy oh i had this really terrible i got a bus today and now i can get on the bus nobody's interested mate yeah do you know what i mean it's uh, yeah yeah it's um it's funny you've you've said all that though um tony i i mean skipping ahead a wee bit slightly here yeah. i mean i put my number one as slice of life and you've okay. named you've named near enough everybody that was on that list <laughs> i know we talk about it a lot don't we tom we do talk yeah. about we swap we sort comics and chat yeah. about who's who's doing stuff yeah and i know a lot of that stuff was up your street actually so yeah, yeah. I expected it. Okay. There, was, there were some other ones like uh, jeffrey brown um yes um, when he was a- doing good comics. <laughs> yeah. Um, AJ Dungo, within Waves. Oh, yeah. Bloody well. hell. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Adrian Tamina, as well. Yes. Yep. Uh, Derf. Um, yeah, that's God. good. One. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, one that's, well, two that have stuck out for me recently is uh, Leslie Stein. Um, she did her whole book about her um, abortion. I know you write her. That was just off. Okay. Oh, just absolutely killer um it, very sort of painterly um watercolor stuff it's, it's incredible but she does she does a lot of stuff that's she's doing like a, a fictionalized story just now online um but it's it's almost an autobio because she's played in bands and stuff and it's about her time on the road but she put it through like a, a fictional lens you know what i mean yeah um but it's still it's still ostensibly an autobio comic and ms hartness yeah, I love that um, stuff. We talked about it a couple oh, weeks ago. Yeah, holy yeah, yeah. crap! Like I, I read um, Tinderella and um, <laughs> Des- Desperate Pleasures, and holy shit! Like I, I've, it's still that. See, by the end of the year, if I'm still thinking the way I'm thinking, that's like that's it. She's 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 won the whole 2022, in my opinion. Right, cool. Um, just she's the one, stuff. guys. Do you remember I did the story? I talked about the story where she 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 went out with a bloke with a foreskin, and just to escape a bank robbery, she blew it up, and they floated away. In uh, Rust Belt review, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so brutally honest with some of the stuff. Though I mean, there was great line um, as well. Nice use of blacks and yeah, yeah, abs- yeah, yeah absolutely really nice. lovely. But there was you know there was a story I was reading that was a part where she was just there was a bit where she was like bored in the house, and you know most people would do the bored in the house, and it's it's um, pictures of them sitting in front of the telly or something like that. The picture the picture that I cut to was her on her phone, but with like a lubed up vibrator beside her um, and all these like all the shit lying about her and everything like there, there was no cleanliness to it in any way yeah. shape or form it was so honest like she'd, she'd done every sort of grimy horrible detail about the room 
Um, and then it just went into some other thing about her um, exercising with some dude that she's banging and stuff like that. It's like fucking hell. Like I've, I've not seen I've not seen honesty like this in a long, long yeah. time. Um, there's also uh, Carl Crumfels is he does like a, right. a diary comic, but literally just bangs one out every day, and he's been doing it for about the past like Dan does that. Three to five years, <laughs> 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 like the past like three to five years or something like that. Um, wow, well, okay. Every single Coach, day, Coach Chuck was like that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the same. It's the same kind of discipline behind it. It's unbelievable. Um, and Noah, Noah had um, yeah, of course. Noah Van yeah, Skever yeah. had one dirty tree, but he also does those little strips. He's got a, a one yeah. that's coming out later this year. I think it's something like as a cartoonist or something like that. I take it back. There is stuff currently. It's just. There's a lot of stuff that ain't any good. No, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I get that. There's, there's, there is a lot of people who have just jumped on that. Um, they've seen one person that they've liked, but unfortunately, that person is kind of who you're speaking about, um, and they've just taken influence from that. So I'll take influence from so and so and so and so, and next minute you've just got a bunch of imitations that are just yeah. as bland and as yeah. boring. Um, they don't go any deeper than that one Instagram comic they've seen. Yeah. You know what I mean, I think I don't. I don't think you want me to mention who quote who, who coined this phrase to me the other day. But the the self help aisle of autobiography <sighs> comics seems to be like a really busy aisle at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And there's nothing that bores me more. No, you know we've all got our demons, man. We've just been been through this shit. I don't need you to tell me about yours. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just look to the shelf then. Uh, Kingdom by John McNaught. I know that's not. Strictly within, well, it's kind of, it, is it about yeah. his childhood? I'm not sure. It might be, yeah. yeah I think it's yeah. like it is part of his childhood, but not actually yeah. about him. Do you know what I mean? See, uh, this is what this is why I went with slice of life as opposed to autobio. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of yeah. lumped diary comics and autobio in there because, on in a sense, Love and Rockets isn't really autobio, but the guys have lived through those kind of families and days and stuff mm. and just written yeah. stories about them, you know all the punks and everything and growing up with large Hispanic families in those kind of areas yeah. and all the stories and stuff that they've heard. So in a way they technically classes it, but it's not ostensibly all I think, vile. I think when you know it's someone genuinely telling you a story and it's interesting, I think that can have a profound effect on you. Agreed. I read that yeah. I read that onwards towards our noble deaths by Shigeru Mizuki this week. And again, and it's um it's about him in the World War One where he he lost all of his friends. He was the last surviving person in his tree, you know in, his, in the Japanese army on this island mm. and he lost his army, got malaria. And when you think, fuck me, this dude's been through it, man. Yeah. You no. Know, and this becomes like almost more interesting than it had just been sort of a, a character who I know was made up, you know, mm, can be yeah. just used and thrown about as per the narrative structure required. Um, there's something different to it, isn't there? Yeah, know? definitely. That, that whole thing of kind of when, when you know there's a real person behind this or a lot of it's yeah. based on reality, it, it fucking makes it so much heavier, weightier, should I say? Yeah. I was trying to work out the other day what constitutes based on a true story because does there have to be a percentage of... I don't think there has, man. And when you're talking about Bob Fingerman, it's kind of ostensibly... Not, it is him, but he calls him someone else. Okay. And I think... I don't mind that. I think we use we can use facades and, you know, um, parallels and metaphors and stuff. I mean, there's no secret in the fact that Atomic Hercules is basically based on how I hate everyone. You know, so there's a little <laughs> bit of me in there. Yeah, um, but it depends depends on degrees, I suppose, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? That that whole um, what is real? You know, when you write an autobiography, what are you actually showing? Are you showing emotion? Are you showing events? Are you, are you showing you know kind of an event that relates to an emotion that didn't? Have, you know, there's all sorts of different 
ways to do it. And I think that's kind of why it makes it so interesting. Yeah. I've got to say, I could never do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, it's, it's too dark on you no, no I, just, I, I don't know how you could kind of like how would you ever kind of like uh express yourself through that medium or any medium i don't know how you could accurately give someone a picture of do you think you have to do you think there's an eager maniacal edge to it dan you think there's sort of is it either it's a combination of putting yourself out there but why why would i think i'm so interested exactly do, you yeah. know almost, yeah. there's a lot of that yeah. like why, why would you want to talk to somebody who's fucking climbed everest as opposed to yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think sometimes people just want to put those stories out there to show people that they're not as boring as they think. I've yeah. seen I've seen people have okay. say that about their work that they're like, Well, I'm gonna put my story out there so that people know that they've got more interesting lives than I do. And then they put it out there and it's like, mate, you've got an interesting life, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, I think because I know how like mm. when Crumb started putting out um, stuff that was ostensibly just about him. Okay, there's a massive ego there, but was that not his sort of mantra? Was it like, oh, my life's dead boring? I just uh, this is the only thing I can draw, or something like that. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Your vigor, your vigor for life appalls me, or whatever that name of his book mm-hmm. is. You know, I love that title. Yeah, yeah. Da- I- da- Dan, do you reckon you probably couldn't do it as well because it would be a, it would be hard being that brutally honest about stuff. Yeah, you do have to reach in, inside a bit, don't you, I suppose? Essentially, yeah, I don't think I'd like to kind of... Uh, reveal your life to others. Yeah, and like just kind of anyone taking a look on, in on your life and the way yeah. you, you think and feel and act, being honest enough and, to and judge represent that. Unfairly, mm-hmm. I think, sometimes, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. It's, or take it the wrong way even sometimes with some people, you know. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I can imagine just fumbling over the words you were trying to use to accurately describe what you're about. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't everyone have trouble well, yeah we, not could, we don't no one truly knows themselves do they no yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a definite bravery to to some of these sort of autobiographical comics and stuff to some mm-hmm. of them yeah i think yeah. some yeah. of them is yeah. just not, not, fucking yeah. shameless self-promotion yeah. but yeah, I yeah. Think some bits certainly yeah, yeah some of it's like you know because like i say when you've got to be that brutally honest or or sort of choose to open your heart to people you don't know do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, it, I think, I think it's, it's an ex- artistic it's, expression. To exactly. Tackling the art form. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Approaching um, it and tackling it as an art form. What, I, well. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it becomes an interesting thing when you choose to then sell that artistic, yeah, that, artistic yeah, exactly. expression. Yeah. Because, yeah. For instance, there are lots of people that have, you know, um, mental health issues and stuff and they do they find their own ways of coping whether it's you know physical activity or or you know painting or whatever whatever your vice is and Mm. and just and it just helps them you know with their well-being Mm -hmm. and that's brilliant but then you're asking people to put their hands in their pockets and pay for it then it becomes a different thing yeah yeah, yeah. then then your in some ways your life becomes part of a product yeah, yes, it, exactly. It, it, that's a cold way of yeah. saying it, but it is. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah you know, for a fact, Eddie Campbell will have people saying to him, "I like Bacchus, but it's not as good as when you did your autobiography." Can you yeah. go back to yeah. that? And yeah. It's almost like they're talking about you're talking about me now, mate. You're talking about yeah. my life. You know? Yes, yeah. and it is one of those. Yeah. I've read this, so I know you now. No, that's not that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was basically how Harvey Pekar's life ended up once he put it out. Yeah, and he started going on. Um, the late night chat shows and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just ended up like everybody thought they knew who Harvey was purely based on these pages. And it's like, you don't really know him. Like, you know this strip. 
you know, this section of what happened in his life, but what's accounting for the rest of the 23 hour period? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's interesting, man. You put that and in a different medium, yeah. isn't this in a way autobiographical what we're doing now? Mm-hmm. We're talking about what we read, what we like, yeah, yeah. Our, our past oh, yeah, experiences. Yeah, there, there, there's yeah. a certain there's a certain element of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. there's a certain, um, in some ways, a performance art to it. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> because if you want to follow me around all day, you'd be fucking really bored. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's certain things you can't, you wouldn't, you want to express uh, that you would want other people to hear, and yeah. 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 not just yeah. for that bad I, faith I, I, I'm talking yeah. to you lovely people out there I want you to discover these comics and like learn with me about making comics and stuff like that but don't be offended if I don't invite you around my house for tea yeah <laughs> I've never even been in his house <laughs> I, I well I've lived there that long yeah <laughs> you made me sit in the garden well, it's where you belong <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway yeah so <laughs> see we can have a whole show about this particular topic and I think I think we should have a, have a discussion yeah. about it. but we got we still need another two genres oh, to go, yeah, still, let's go. <laughs> okay so we're actually doing, we not doing too badly because Tom's done three and one I've just and the rest of us have done three so mm. Tom what's your number two it is mystery and slash crime oh okay uh, excellent. Um, another one that falls in sort of a, a wide umbrella as well though because i mean you can have a mystery story that's also a sci-fi story or yeah yeah, exactly that's yeah that's exactly what i had with the superheroes as well because i mean you've got justice league stories out there that are ostensibly a whodunit and all this kind of stuff you've got um indie books um like some true crime stuff like say katie skelly's maids for example okay um that's you know that's a true crime thing about those two sisters mm. that murdered that um that a uh, woman and her and her daughter and and it's and i can't remember what the what year it was like the 1800s or something like that but you've got things like black sad you've got things like uh on a small press um stage you've got charles raymond's death inc is mm-hmm. a mystery story, a crime story. Uh, you've got Ed Brubaker out there building a whole um, back on crime. He's almost, it's almost his own yeah. genre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and the mystery and crime genre is the foundation upon which most comics are are standing on these days because it was yeah. the, it was the the biggest. Yeah, know, it was the pulps. It was the yeah, I think it there was, was the two strands, wasn't there? It was the comedy Sundays they put together yeah. in the comic, and then there was the pulps, and those two things became comics in America. Didn't yeah. They? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but, and but there I is find... the, the people's fascination with crime, and as like you say, true crime, and like yeah, you know, people yeah. love it, don't they? Yeah, people people love to be um, sort of titillated and tantalized to follow a, a string and and try and find the end and find this conclusion. You know, you'd be teasing these little bits by each strip or each page until it reaches that grand a, conclusion. It's high art, isn't it? It's, there's a yeah. real strong... You've got to know what you're doing, haven't you? It's something that I think, um, in in particular, it's something that I think Dan Klaus does quite a lot in a lot of his books. Um, okay. And even with David Boring, it might, be, it, it might be a bit all over the place and a bit really surreal, but there is a kind of... A mystery crime element to it. I mean, somebody gets shot, and you're trying to find out who yeah, it is true. and who yeah. did it, and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of a, a who done it to things. Um, even think of Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen's just a who done it, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
but yeah, it is, it is one of the oldest genres within literature and, and, and everything. But, you know, it, it is something I find myself going after more and more. I want to... I want to have a mystery behind the book. I, I want to. I want to have something that I kind of have to keep thinking about, and 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 you know, come into your own conclusions as you're going along with it. Given it the, oh, I think it's so and so, or this is going to happen, and then you know, the, the, there may be a twist, there may not. You may be right. You know, oh, oh yes, I find, you know, I, I figured that out. Um, I almost think we need to return to that with comics. I think, like, firstly, the Who Done It, Long Halloween, for example, mm-hmm. is a great Who Done It, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the, I also think that. Um, we need to return to crime. So I'm tired of everything being some <laughs> cos- a, cosmic event. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, but I think we, I'm tired of everything being a fucking cosmic event or the joining of two fucking realities or something like that. What's the old phrase? Is it? I can't remember who said it now. Something like Sal Buscema said. Can we just fucking get the villains to rob banks again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everything has to be on a grand cosmic yeah. scale. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, wouldn't it yeah. be brilliant if some of these these big big companies just sort of said. All of the cosmic and interplanetary and all these villains, just the event is they disappear, and everyone's just got to deal with the 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 homegrown evil yeah. that's on the planet. Yeah. They just managed to do that with sales, so that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like when you go and got like a we got an interstellar uh, end of reality event. Uh, so what's the next story? An interstellar end of reality. <laughs> yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, yeah, I could kind of only so many times you're like oh, I'm fucking numb to this now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, yeah, event no after way. event after event after, you know, it's just, yeah, I've had enough. Yeah, I just want to see, I just want to know about Captain America and what he does in the day and who he fights, mm-hmm. you know. And, I, you know, I don't I don't need him to be travelling to fucking the realm of death every four I mean, like, fucking issues, you know. Reading when those characters kind of like went out of their, their comfort zone, that was like a novelty. I used to really like that. But when they're constantly fucking doing it and it's like, yeah, when, when are we did... Spider-Man in space again? You're like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. When did helping normal people Exactly. Become yeah. below something that a superhero does. Stopping a mugging. Stopping <laughs> yeah. a mugging. Come on, Spider-Man, yeah. stop a mugging yeah. without it being like a, a trick to get him in an alleyway to transport him to fucking Valhalla or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crime. Yeah. Let's do it. No, um... <laughs> but no, it's, it is. It's, it's uh, you know, it's what Marvel and DC kind of built their backs on as well. Like, think yeah. of DC's detective comics, for fuck's sake. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, the... the Kirby was doing uh, crime stories and romance stories well before he was doing Captain America or mm. or any of them, you know. And it's it's just it is is it is a staple. EC point. comics, man. I mean, yeah, EC, yeah, they're the old. Yeah. They've, they've got the they've got the massive collections that you can get now as well um, so of just like yeah. cri- cr- EC crime, and it's like oh yeah. my god, it's just so, amazing. It was last year, but getting into uh, Southern Bastards. This fucking yeah, cloud way for that scalped yeah. as well. Scalped is amazing. Yeah, I love yeah. it so hard. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. black black sad as well. Like oh, that is yeah. just that's just hard boiled noir <laughs> crime fiction. It's, I, it's I said it. I said it so quickly and tried to breeze past it because I could spend about fucking three hours on black sad. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just so good. But it's um, I don't know if it's the thing as well that you just you go after a lot of these things as you start to get older as well i don't know if you just want to find something that's maybe not as it's they're not really heavy stories are they like mystery and crime stories aren't exactly like no. bogged down stuff yeah when... especially in the noir stuff which is like playing on you know there's a lot of personality work in them as well yeah yeah, 
but they're not but they are there is an element of threat to them as well at the same point so maybe something that you wouldn't have drifted to when you were younger but as you get a wee bit older you want something to kind of get lost in but not be so bogged down with and that's a crime seems to be a a solid one i mean it's what sells most in um crappy paperbacks and in tesco's and everything isn't it you know lee Lee childs has made a a massive killing on them you know i mean i I think uh, an important thing about crime stories as well is they are um self-contained even if it's it's a character um running through it it's still an arc it's Mm -hmm. still it's still the the crime is just one and done because you can't just have 200 issues of just someone being Just Remember the old Vertigo crime, crime yeah. series, which were like little, almost like novel size, mm. smaller sort mm-hmm. of manga size. They were great. They were like one done, some really good stories, like noir yeah. stories. I kind of like yeah. that. Though. Yeah, I yeah. do like the kind of like the, the crime stories, which are not so much like, oh, here's a load of gangsters doing a, a robbery. You know what I mean, more the kind of you take an ordinary person and then they're, they're pushed to an extraordinary limit, and then they they get into crime or do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like a Breaking Bad style story where. It's just an average Joe, relatively speaking, and they have to, they get caught up in it. And before you know it, there's there's fucking crime going down. I think for a good crime comic as well. I mean, I read a lot of crime novels, so all the hard case crime books I tore through in a couple of years. But the, I think what you have to remember is, if you're doing a crime comic, is it it's a comic, it's a visual medium, yeah. so it has to have action in it. I think. Just talking heads in a comic, you know, planning a bank robbery for two issues don't work. You've no. got to have something else in it that's mm-hmm. visually interesting. What was that comic you reviewed recently, Tony, where people were getting punched off panel? They were getting shot off panel. Shot yeah, off panel, twice. that's the most bizarre the, thing. The two big watershed moments in the comic are when two people get shot and he he, he did it off panel. And I still, for the life of me, can't imagine why. <laughs> I, you know? I, I find that and it was about a bank robbery. So, yeah, strange, isn't it? You've got, you've got, it's a comic, it's a visual medium. We've got to be able to show it, haven't we? You know, it's all right drawing I mean, cool pictures of people in hats, but you also have to show stuff that is visually interesting. You know? Even if you showed stuff in silhouette or showed it artistically, you don't have to show like blood and brains going flying everywhere. Yeah. But you need to kind of like, you have to show the act in some way. Yeah. You visually to, represent it because it's a comic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Show, show don't tell, as they say. Yeah. Would you um just just thinking there though? Would you class something like um Derf's my friend Dahmer in his mystery crime or not? It's certainly crime, isn't it? In yeah. a way, yeah, yeah. I'd say it goes more into kind of the slice of life because and it's more. F- it focuses more on him as a person as opposed to him his crimes, as it yeah. were. Psychological yeah. study, or you know, it's hard to make <clears> a genre up for it, isn't it? It's sort of. It's just because I mean he does. You know, he, he does kill things throughout the book, and there is yeah. he, he, there is the sort of sequence where he does get picked up when he has the bags with the body in, mm. in, in the back or whatever. Which, but there's no there's no actual there's you don't see anything, and that's just that is just one element to a larger story. So I yeah. guess it, it wouldn't, but it's just it is something that does kind of get lumped in. I have seen it in crime sections before yeah, that's yeah, why i, I wonder so. like true crime yeah. sections obviously um yeah yeah it, it does get lumped in true true crime um, is another sort of growing place isn't it which is gotcha. sort of, this being slightly oversaturated i think due to the sort of netflix effect isn't it mm-hmm. um, oh his podcast did that first oh it's true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. big time now yeah. i do find some of that a little ghoulish the and I've I've fucking partaken in the, the goonery it out for hours as well. <laughs> it seems to sort of spread out, you know, one murder for like nine hours yeah, of documentary. No. Yeah. Like, 
fucking hell. It's all like yeah. pour over details and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm loving this. And then it's like, <laughs> you think about it, and like, oh, there's actually people here that died. And yeah, yeah. We started watching that one on the uh, the Washington <clears throat> Sniper, and that's like, fucking hell, this is grueling. I was like, I don't know if I right. keep watching this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Red Ring. Yeah. See, I've not I've not read that yet. That's a crime comic. That yeah. is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It really I put it is. on my list to get. I'll be talking about a comic later that makes Red Room look like um, Scooby-Doo. By the way. <laughs> 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 yeah. Got that to look forward to, listener. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Next up, Vince. Oh, no, it's Dan, isn't it, Nick? It's Dan. <laughs> yeah. Which one's this? Number two? Yeah. Yes. It's weird because uh, th- this is a really tough one for me, and I, I can't, I'm not sure we can really just de- define the, the genre, but it's it's the high concept comic that when okay. y- when you hear the 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 and this can be multi-genre, so it's a very difficult one. It's not even really a genre itself, but like when someone explains a story to you, and the, one of the best examples it could be is like that dark arc comic. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you told me the concept of that, Vince. I was like, fuck yes, I'm yeah. fucking in for that. Yeah, Noah's got. The, Noah's the, got a, yeah, gone. the high concept pictures. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you, as soon as you hear it, it's like Dark Ark was one of them. Uh, last week I talked about Stray Dogs. It's a serial killer book from the perspective of the dogs, and I was yeah. like, "What? Let's, oh. let's go!" You know, it's, just love it. There's another one. What was I fucking thinking of? And I was like, as soon as I heard the content, well, well, Ultra Mega. See, I'm not. You could class yeah. it as kind of science, science fiction kaiju, but yeah. just yeah. all over that Murder Falcon <clears> as just. Uh, Lufus Strode. Oh, oh man, it, there's so many. But again, it's a nice, it's not really solid, a... strong, like inspiring and easy to explain concept. Yes, you know where someone says it's this, and you go, "Fuck me, that's interesting. That's really interesting." You know, yeah. What, what are you going to explore with that idea? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the 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 other one we did re- read recently? It was the uh, not Final Halloween. Well, fun Halloween that would in, that would encompass that, but the one where the, they all the people are suicidal and they go to oh, the, yeah, oh, that's all die. yeah, that's yeah. all die, yeah. That's just like what a great idea, and yeah. you want to see how it plays out, yeah. But again, that's horror, but uh, the concept falls under that. But, but. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those, those concepts that just immediately grab you. That sort of like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's a book about you know uh, a boy meets girl and falls in love. Oh yeah, whatever. And then you say the other line, and people go, pardon what? Yeah, I'm but isn't isn't that isn't that what a good story should be? And unfortunately, these days is allowed to run away with it. So you know, millionaire has heart defects, so buys armor and fights crime in it. But then yeah. again, you get oh no, he's lost his money. Now he's a fucking hologram. You know, yeah. or you know, man <laughs> gets bitten by spider and he be, you know gets the powers of spider. Oh no, but there's actually forty three of them. They all come from different dimensions. And now he's a millionaire and his girlfriend yeah. died. And you think oh, it's just run away with you. Go back to the basic concept yeah. of what you've got. You know, yeah, yeah. That goes back to that street crime thing. I want Spidey fighting criminals in the street. Yeah. Not. yeah. We yeah. just want a simple life. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you could get like like the Walking Dead. I guess that started with that yeah. kind of concept. Like Crossed. what happens? Yeah. What happens at the end of a zombie film? Yeah, when... because the Walking Dead's like one of the massive successes, whether you like it or not, is like it it did it it did something that a lot of people wanted. Just an ongoing day to you know, living in a in a world full of zombies. Mm-hmm. How how would you survive? You know, because that- Romero presents those like three films like a snapshot of this timeline yeah. of here's it kicking off, here's it in full swing, and here's when it's basically yeah. humanity's over. Yeah. And people wanted that more of it. Yeah, uh, and because I think people that also tapped into people going, oh well, I know what I'd do. 
I would yeah. I would do this that and the other. Yeah. But, if, but when you when you sort of show them an ongoing day to day, this is you how wouldn't. you have survived. Yeah. Maybe well, we one of my favorite favorite one of my favorite high concepts is Girls by the Luna Brothers. Loads of alien naked girls try to. Yeah. Sex <laughs> That's a high concept yeah, it's for me. A, it's a po- yeah, it's a, yeah, Forty-eight it's a days of night. That's uh, 30, thirty days. Thirty days. That's my sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extended editor's cut. It's yeah. like a fucking yeah, month yeah. and a half. We'll all be dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't no, last I, another day. The director's extended yeah. it. I think. I think that one, Dan, is the perfect example of what you're saying. It mm-hmm. is that here's a town yeah. where one month, uh, for for thirty days, it just goes completely dark and there's no sunlight. Oh yeah, and then vampires come to town. Yeah, what? And then uh, the, you've immediate, and that was I think it was one of the reasons it was so huge. It was it was just it just tapped into something original. I think mm. we we also have to avoid the cliche with that. So that you know, all the ones we've talked about there, are, <coughs> are great. But the you know, it's like a werewolf and a vampire live together. Boring. Yeah. Move yeah. on. You know, it's like that, isn't it? You know. Yeah. 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 But that's that's a plot hole for any genre, isn't it? As soon as you step into a yeah. genre story, you can fall it. You know, you got to avoid the the landmines of cliches wherever you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. A lot of things that people now think they've written a high concept. I've got to tell you, they probably ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's one of those kind of things. Kind of like if you tell someone that idea, they think, "Oh, yeah, I'd love to explore that." Myself, what a great idea. But you've got it first, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Every story's been written, isn't there? It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but the, the art to that, though, Dan, is to steal it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just fucking run with it. It's not a zombie living with a ghost. It's a ghost living with a zombie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh I came up with that idea gosh. and know you did that. <laughs> I, have, I have had conversations with people at conventions where they I say, what are you working on? They say, I'm doing this comic about this and this and this. And I went, Oh, like that novel by Heinlein, and they'll go, "What?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they think, "Fuck!" I thought it was yeah. original, you know, because nothing is really. Nothing's so, original. You know. no. no, it's just every story's in the telling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man. Yeah, yeah. Good. V number two. Uh, my second one is the fantasy genre. Uh, okay. we've, we obviously talked about the, the uh, fantasy where me and you and Dan are living oh, together. Yeah, yeah, is that the yeah, fantasy? Yeah, like yeah. Rainbow. We're sharing a bed. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm which one Jesus. am I? You're Zippy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking Oh, I think zippy. I'm Zippy, actually, Because Zippy's the one that doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I'd imagine uh, Tony's got to be George, surely. Yeah. What, the big bear? I'm yeah. a big bear. No, no, yeah. you, no, no you're, you're the hippo, Tony. Dan, you're, you're, you're definitely Zippy. Bungle. Zippy's a hippo, isn't he? Oh, no. Zippy's the orange one, isn't he? Zippy. How am I not Zippy? How am I not Zippy? Shut up. How am because, I not... <laughs> no, because, because we passed it now, that's the way it is. Uh, what's the pink one called? What's the pink one called? That's George. George. George, yeah. Okay. Who's okay. Bungle? Nobody wants to be George, do Bungle. Dan's Bungle. Uh, bungle. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Now we've got that sorted. Now we've got that important. Um, Obviously, the fantasy genre, we've covered it um, quite a lot recently. Obviously, we had an episode not too long ago about barbarians. Mm. Um, But just fantasy is my jam, man. Uh, um, Mm. uh, Out out of the two, like fantasy and genre, sort of, uh, fantasy and sci fi sort of go hand in hand. Um, You've either got your, you know, the Jumanji and was it Zathura? Exactly, yeah. exactly the same yeah. story. But I the thought writer, they were the same thing. But the, mm. but the writer wrote Zathura f- for the people that like sci-fi over J- 
Jungle Stories. It's, yeah. it, is, it is exactly <laughs> yes. the same thing. He just flavoured it for a different audience. Um, but it didn't have Robin Williams in it. Uh, it did find replace <laughs> Jumanji with Zatura. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have a crossover event. Yeah. yeah so, in the multiverse. Monster, <laughs> monsters, magic, sword, sorcery. I, I just love it all. Um, and it's just, you know, with, I think there's there's been a real renaissance of it in, in sort of indie publishing. That's down to the renaissance of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. I guarantee yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and but even without this subgenre, isn't it? Like we talked about sword oh, and yeah, sorcery, totally. but you know this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like um, the fantasy. You know, people will take a Conan book, but then mix it with a crime book. You know, mm. they'll, they'll they'll do all kinds of things. Um, some some of them are just fantasy romance. Just happens to be in a fantasy world. Yeah. Um, me, I like the ones that just got huge fucking monsters. <laughs> people, people doing what? Doing what to monsters? Yeah, <laughs> huge fucking monsters. <laughs> yeah. I would read that. Yeah, yeah. We need more bulbarians. That's all we need. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge genre of webcomics, like fantasy. It's, yeah, I, I'd argue that's one of the biggest ones because so many people make up their own fantastical worlds mm-hmm. and away they go. And it is like you, um, you very much you just create. The limits are endless, isn't it? You create your world, you create your, your own gravity, for want of a better word, and then you, then you can just play with it. I mean, what's the... Um, is it 100 Fists, Dan? What's the one you like? That's a fantasy. Oh, yeah, something ground play. Oh, God, another one. Yeah. yeah. Is it 100 ground smashing blows or something like that? Yeah. yeah, there's so, yeah. There's so many different genres um, of fantasy. that you know, Rising take, Sand, was take, that be it? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a fair bit of sci-fi as well. But yeah. The problem yeah. with it is, as well, is there's another one that it can easily fall into cliche, can't it? Completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Completely. Yeah, and, it, and, and some it, of them play on that, though, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. Like, 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 barbaric. Absolutely love it. It knows the cliches, leans into <laughs> it, and just goes for, and puts the foot down rather than going, "Oh no, I'm I'm not influenced by Conan." That's the sort of book that like, says, "Yeah, I fucking love Conan. What of it?" And just fucking <laughs> goes. For yeah. It. Just own it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Hawk the Slayer does the same. I was exactly. reading Hawk the Slayer today. Yeah. It does exactly the same, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So, you know, fantasy, huge genre. It's a simple one. So that's my, that was my. You need to get that Hawk the Slayer, B. Did you like it? it? Yeah, it's good, is it? Did you like the movie? I know it was a bit of shit. Did you like it? Long ago, and I watched it. I I have no memory of it. I know lots of people have. I know it's got like its own Legion of Fans, isn't it? But I can't. Yeah, it's on Blu ray. Yeah, Blu ray now. Yeah. I watched that recently. I've watched it a couple of times recently since I got the DVD. Why, Why did you watch it a couple of times recently? Just kind of like disbelief. Disbelief. <laughs> burn burn That's a Breslau. That's the best yeah. answer. <laughs> That's Did a I strange reason it? to watch it. I don't believe yeah. I'm watching it. You know, you just watch it and it's sort of like, it doesn't have a fever dream. Or a <laughs> oh, but but the bit that gets me is that like, you know there's the the witch the, the kind of the magic user of the group and obviously like someone's just gone down the joke shop with like 20 quid to sort of get the special <laughs> effects because it might be like a, the bloke opens the door and just gets blasted in the face with silly string yeah <laughs> <laughs> although i do think somebody watched that and thought we can make an even worse version of that and then went and make crawl oh come yeah. on tony <laughs> <laughs> like Kroll, that weapon's amazing. Yeah, but when you watch, Kroll, that's the only thing I remember about. Yeah, it. yeah, the weapon's yeah. amazing. When you watch Kroll, well, actually, another amazing thing is Liam Neeson's death scene. Spoilers: <laughs> Liam Neeson's in it. Um, but but the weapon's amazing. He doesn't really use it much, does he? No, 
No, not at all. Oh, uh, okay. And then yeah. somebody saw Krull and thought, well, how can we make an even more boring version of Krull? And they made Willow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh come, come on, on Tony. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking hell, what? man. <clears throat> what Eat separates... Here's yeah. one. What separates Willow from Krull and uh, Hawk the Slayer? Don't know. In Hawk the Slayer, you know Baldin, the dwarf character, he was supposed to be played by a small person. In Kroll, the magician was supposed to be played by a small person. And because they had troubles with the casting, they just had to rewrite it and have like, I'm trying to be careful with oh, my language here. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. Willow did have small people in it. If you read the history of the Wizard of Oz movie, which has small people in it, they were yeah. up to all sorts in that movie, in, in behind the scenes. It's quite an interesting mm-hmm. read that is, yeah. There's that that's big fa- thing that's about fantasy film. That's fantasy as well. So that's, that's yeah. well done. You brought it round, Tony. Also, the first, <laughs> the first ever crossover between Marvel and DC was the Wizard of Oz comic. Was it? Yeah. They jointly published it. Yeah. What's that right of the Wizard of Oz? Like, young girl goes to Magic Land, kills the first person she sees, takes her shoes, and goes <laughs> off to, to kill her sister. <laughs> <laughs> and then monkeys fly out her ass. <laughs> I'd be oh. um I'd be remiss if with men- when mentioning fantasy I didn't mention bone though. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, just yeah, I, yeah. I, I just had to just had to slip because fuck bone is just incredible, yeah. utterly incredible, and it it gets forgotten as as being a fantasy thing because you just get lost up in yeah. Somebody will go, oh characters. yeah, but that's that's uh, more sort of all ages. Well, that's yeah. not a genre, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can have tons <laughs> of all ages fantasy books. That, uh, there's nothing wrong with yeah. Is and it, the other it, one, the other one is Hilda. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 at the local cinema near me in Wembley, some of the shittest Kung Fu films that came out in the <laughs> 70s and 80s, you know, just like Bruce Quotation, yeah. you know, um, Shaw Brothers. Yeah, just that sort of thing. And I just absolutely dove into it. Um, a couple of years later, I started boxing. That's probably off the back of reading all these. The only mm. caveat I'll have again is I don't like the satire ones that satirise it. You know, you... Was it? We got a few movies like that, didn't we? And we got a few comics like that. I don't know, but I, I really see it as a psychological study of the people in them. So mm. the whole sort of, um, you know, the classic trope, isn't it, of martial arts comics and movies is two men look at each other, you know, across the street, ready to fight, and the fights were already won, and you know, the training and the, a lot of really good martial arts um, writers and artists do study the form as well, mm. which I really like. You look at uh, Doug Munch or Mike Barron or Paul Galassi. Or um, a lot, a lot of um, even Claremont, they studied some stuff. You know, they knew what they were talking about when they talked about the style of martial arts. Um, so consequently, uh, if I saw something on the shelf um, that was a martial arts, strictly a martial arts book, um, I would pick it up. I think there's also some great samurai books out there, which I kind of, I kind of class as well. Yeah, um, I wrote a few down. So obviously, MOKF, um, Iron Fist, Sons of the Tiger. Richard Dragon and Karate Kid, which is I know is a spin-off of the Legion, but I bought anyway because they had karate in the in the, the title. Um Infinite Kung Fu, um, Judo Master, Fist of the North Star, Crime mm. Freeman, Firepower, uh, even One Punch Man, Yusagi, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Green Hornet and Kato, Electra, which is is basically kind of a martial arts assassin thing, Lone Wolf and Cub, 
and things yep. like Koiki, I think is just amazing. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu magazine, which had all sorts of things in it. Archer and Armstrong, um, Katana, Ninjak, Shaolin Cowboy. It's treated in different ways. And, you know, Shaolin Cowboy is almost like a horror martial arts, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. um, Archer and Armstrong is a sort of magical martial arts. But but even even there was that period of Green Arrow where, you know, Uzi, a Shaolin temple and, you know, all this sort of thing as well. And I just I just really like that because it, it strips it back. We don't have that whole, oh, yeah, but he's got, you know, he can fly or, you know, or he, he's got a, a sword made of a ghost's bones or something. You know, it's just these two men fighting each other. And I think that as a dynamic, it's why people watch boxing, yeah. let's face it, you know, yeah. as a dynamic. I think it, it's it's a great theatre. It has the opportunities for great drama amongst it as well. And I think when you get books like Shang-Chi where, when it's done well, it's not been done like this anymore, you get that really great inner monologue mm. of how he's thinking and how he's approaching fights. And the fact that these people, you know, he lives in, he wants to be a pacifist and stuff like that. There's some great psychological stuff that's played with. And consequently, if there's a comic that comes out about martial arts, then I'll buy it. I mean, it goes back yeah. to stuff like I was watching as a kid, like the water margin as well and stuff like mm. that, you know. Mm. Um, and I, I just really like it as a genre. I think it's it's done so well by certain people and not so well by others, I think. Again. It's a hard one because, especially if you've got characters that kind of interact with other superpowered characters, it, it kind of, uh, a trained martial arts in the, martial artist in their own comic can sort of be a force to be reckoned with. But if you really put him up against like Batman yeah. saying he's the great martial artist, but then there's Superman, it's kind of like, well, it yeah. doesn't really matter now. But yeah. uh, I definitely agree with you. Kind of like when when they're done done well and done right, they they can be fantastic. Yeah, I think you can, mate. Yeah, I think there's so many opportunities in them for the for the artist as well to show mm. stuff. Okay. No, really good. Most recent one I think of is the old uh, Edison Neos. Uh, oh oh yes. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's one. It's got a yeah, real understanding definitely. of uh, the genre and how it works and it its tools and how to deploy them. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. comic. That's my one, guys. Okay, so we're down to that. Is it the number one now? Yeah. Funny, uh, we're rolling on at the time. This is one going to be long. Yeah, mine's very <laughs> quick, my number one. Okay. We've done yours, Tom, haven't we? So it's Slice of Life. Yep. You did on my uh, yep. So Dan's next. And mine's the fucking absolute titan, the, 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 the granddaddy, and that's fucking superheroes. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, it just looms large over everything for me. It was like my first taste of crack. The uh, superhero <laughs> comics and just everything for me just relates back to them. I just yeah. I, just, I don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't express. I mean, I've worked it out earlier. I've been reading superhero comics for fifty years this year. Yeah, and I've read superhero comics pretty much every day of my life for fifty years. There's nothing there that is as consistent as that, and yeah. it's just weird, isn't it? I've never sort of stopped to try and work out or explain to myself why. I enjoy watching and reading comics about people in weird fucking clothes with stupid powers, yeah. you know, but it's just an obsession of ours, isn't it? It really yeah, is just, mm-hmm. where we started, you know, and where, where I continue and a lot of us continue, you know. I don't think I've ever, like you just brought that up, I don't think I've ever reflected on that ever. No, yeah. You mentioned that's the first time I've actually ever considered <laughs> reflecting on that. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an odd one. Yeah. But I think like, it just, I don't know, it's just the, the kind of the whole storytelling, the kind of, real kind of moral good versus evil and it, it's a theater isn't it yeah it's 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 a it's a theater played large you know it's they wear their emotions on their sleeves and um you know it, it, it's kabuki theater it's you know shakespeare it's all sorts of things with these people you know often their characters are represented by their represented by their their costumes aren't they mm. all sorts of yeah. things going on and this it's almost it plays to our ocd collector mentality doesn't it where 
you know, I mean, we've got to know who that character in that costume is. And we're terrible encyclopedias of nonsense, aren't we? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all of us can say, oh, yeah, that's that's Superman from the 50s, that one, because you can tell yeah. from the shape of his shield. I mean, what a fucking use is that? Yeah, you know, encyclopedia really? of cobblers <laughs> yeah. that's brought up about these <laughs> fictional characters. <laughs> Yeah. But like you, you, uh, Richard Sheaf, I was listening to your uh, podcast tape when you talk about Crime Freeman, yeah. and that very much Western thing of every comic ending in a kind of like cliffhanger, and then the next issue would be half of it would be resolving the cliffhanger, and then the next half of the comic would be setting up the next cliffhanger that it would end on. Yeah, and that, would, that would basically be it lurching from one disaster to the next, and you're mm. constantly fucking out. How's he going to get out of this? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just kept us on the edge of our seats in in and ripped money out of our wallets now for fucking all these years you know so and it's obsession we're obsessed with well with comics yeah. at all but a lot of us are obsessed with superheroes and fucking ridiculous i mean it really is why am i why do i read yeah. a batman comic well, every week of my life it's just a nonsense you know i think i don't i don't, can't really speak too much so much for what there are now but when you, you first take on the initial concept of stuff like the hulk and you've all fucking gone absolutely nuts at times and you feel like it's kind of almost like a different person because you've yeah. got so angry and then that taps into that and that's a real thing that everyone can there's an aspirational edge to you it you can understand there? it yeah. yeah like yeah. if i fucking really went mad and went hulked out yeah. uh, <laughs> well, i've uh, hulk smashed a few ladies in my time you know? <laughs> <laughs> well like batman you've, you've been wronged and like you want to kind of bring some uh justice or right to the world or something i guess these kind of concepts i think one of the most important things about the genre and it is the genre that, that you know these sort of stories just dragged me into comics um you know even though people put lofty thoughts or you know they can do all kinds of essays or prose or whatever you want this is fucking fun man mm. oh, I, love, I love seeing batman punch someone i yeah. love it it's mad yeah. isn't it yeah. we, we we so much of our comic reading life is is basically people beating people up you know yeah. the old extreme yeah. violence you know, it's good, just good like versus constant, evil. The bad guys get what they deserve, sort of thing. Um, and like, if you if you give, and that's the problem with some comics is like, if you give certain comics to a kid and sort of say, read read this, this this is a great superhero comic, and they read it, and it's something like, you know, a, a deep dive into Batman's psychological trauma. It's it's not like this is fun. No, it's yeah. not. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's why sometimes I understand that it's a fertile um sort of genre for exploration and and you know for academia and all of this stuff and, that, and that's fascinating but that's all that stuff's not for me like um like the grant morrison super god all, all things like that I, i'm just not interested in it because superheroes for me they are they're a getaway they're they're the fun they should be mm. you know it's weird as well it's not up and oh no, this, this doesn't apply anymore because i don't really fucking care anymore but it's also the one that i would be least able to tell joe public especially joanne public that i read you know mm-hmm. so if someone said to you oh i've heard you read comics you go oh yeah but mostly intellectual graphic novels yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. i would say oh yeah i fucking love the justice league i'll tell you now yeah you yeah. know it's like that you wouldn't be able to say would you i don't care now but in, in the past it's almost like it was almost like a bit of a dirty secret yeah. you know it's weird isn't it yeah. i don't know i don't know i think now superheroes Maybe uh, yeah. have less yeah, of a stigma a because of those movies because mm. be- because so many people went to those films you now almost get off with it I think now if you tell somebody you read something like Robert Crumb they're like what yeah and, and you you say what it is and they're like oh fuck. Yeah. They, they think you're some sort of deviant 
Um, whereas I if wonder- you said, oh, I, I'll read Iron Man, they're like, oh, fuck, yes, go Oh, yeah, have you seen the movies? Have you seen the movies? Yeah, exactly. Oh, but I, 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 tell you, I actually <laughs> think it might be coming round. I'll tell you why. Obviously, we're all big fans of Celebs Go Dating on this show. And um, I was watching <laughs> Celebs Go Dating the other day, and there's a woman on it who's just horrific, you know, plastic surgery, everything. And she goes, uh, and she was going about the bloke she'd like to meet. And she went, I don't want anyone who's into that Marvel shit. Oh, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Fucking brain of Britain. You know, it's like that, you know. Yeah, so what do you mean, uh, the MCU or the comics? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Specify what you mean. Yeah. 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 Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring it up in your point, Vince, about like the Grant Morrison super gods. I, I don't mind that as a change of pace or a change of flavor, but I don't want that to be the main fucking course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jumps on that bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. I don't want constant deconstruction of superheroes. And I also don't think tales, that, just, I mean, in my personal opinion, those sort of tales aren't part of the over the overarching narrative of because superhero genres that is the continual rolling ball. The story <laughs> is always moving; it's always going yeah. forward. Um, whereas tales like that are more like they're the miniseries, they're they're the Elseworlds, they're you know they're know. Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen yeah. was yeah. its own story for twelve issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where it should stay for me. Yeah. So sometimes I find it jarring when, like, say you have Captain America, and then like, oh, this issue edition dealing with sort of race and systemic abuse of like superpowered characters, and uh, in the next issue, Cap fights the Serpent Society. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's quite hard for me to sort of <laughs> marry those two fucking angles up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They've been juggling those sort of things within Marvel and DC for years. I mean, look at Hard Traveling Heroes, you know, the big speech yeah, about like yeah. doing it for the blue skins and the black, the, right. what about the black skins and stuff. And then it's like, now Green Arrow has to put, get an arrow through a target that's through a bridge, through a tiny yeah. hole in about yeah. two seconds flat, or everybody will die. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Attack of the Horseman. You know, it's the next <laughs> issue. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's like God, but there it is. It's a total balance tonight, and there's there's a place for all of it. Really, there is yeah, a place yeah, for all yeah, of it. There's yeah. a place for the pseudo serious stuff. There's a place for the total bombast and crazy stuff. There's a a place for all the big ideas and and turning superheroes on the head and everything. It just depends on your mood. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the I think, day, yeah, yeah. I think as well. I think we need to be careful not to turn. I, I I totally agree, and I think you're right. And there's and that's why something like Black Label, for example, exists. I kind of like that. I kind of dig that. That's, mm-hmm. that's there and we're getting those stories but I think we also I think every, every week I, I move more towards this where everyone's every every comic should be someone's first I almost think like we all show the mainstream of comics you know the little you know stuff that you see in the shops mm-hmm. there should it should be um, admissible to the general public picking up a new issue mm-hmm. and if you read I can't fucking hell I've read detective comics for um, well my whole life and I, I got completely confused who over a character was I'd read fucking for years the other day you know, it's like, who is this again? You know, it's like that almost, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, not to kind of uh, spoil it, but what, like with a manga, that's what they've done. You can go in and pick up the book, but yeah. one, you're in. Whereas comics is a bit kind of like, oh, fucking hell. It's a bit more they've, treacherous. Yeah, they've done well actually to translate, because we were reading this thing earlier about it's translate the Netflix popularity of anime has rebounded on the sales of um, manga in shops. as a big mm. reason why it's now popular and... It's doubt. fucking sales of it through the roof. It's incredible. Yeah. And you, you, you can watch One Punch Man, then you can go and buy the comics if you're lucky enough to find <laughs> them these days. But yeah. <laughs> yep. that. Yeah, nice cool. one. And we've got one one number one left, which is V. Uh, horror for me. Okay. 
Hey. Yeah, it's, it's the big one. We obviously we have a Halloween show. Speaking of which, did you see um, Mike Barron's essay on what, how to write a good horror this week? By the way, no. no. Oh, I'll send you to it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put that um, link in the show. Yeah. Um, yes, horror encapsulates lots of different sort of tales and and stories as we said with all, all of them but horror stories always just my jam it's my favorite it's my favorite genre of movies you know horror art is is just awesome um it's always when i'm thinking about writing stories or just mon- I'm, a, I'm a monster kid i always have been whether it be giant monsters alien monsters um you know the, the vampires werewolves mummies all of that that is my jam and moving beyond it and like certainly with independent comics um more so than bigger publishers um is where horror thrives um and whether it be you know just tales i mean stray dogs again was another one we've talked about in many different books and there there can also be a lot of the like the things i recommend like vinyl was a serial killer book quite gory um had a certain sense of humor to it um homesick pilots if you go back a around a lot of my recommendations there's always a horror vibe to a lot of the stuff i recommend um that being in mind when you've got a favorite genre you can be quite picky about it <laughs> if you yeah, like it should hor- be mm-hmm. yeah. if you like horror movies you know that 90 percent of horror movies are dog shit <laughs> <laughs> um that's not to say they're not enjoyable but there is, and uh, certainly we all we've all got that sort of the, the, whether it be the books or the the movies or whatever that we take glory. There's a glory in how bad a movie is, but sometimes when you get something really good, it sticks with you. Um, and certainly, like always, go to um, like the Junji Ito stories. Yes, that just stick with you. I, I've seen some wonderful indie sort of ghost stuff. I didn't think books would be able to creep me out until we did this show, and I discovered other books. There was never mm-hmm. really anything in a lot of lot of the comics I read that I was like, "Oh God, that you know sends a shiver down spine." All the images really stay with you so much until I started stepping beyond my borders into the like the small press and indie world and discovering all these books and realizing that people. And it, you, for me, it usually is a narrative that is it is tell, don't show. I know it's comics, but you can still freak people out by their, with their imagination. Um, but there's also a place for like a nice, gory horror comic here and here and there if it's done well. But a lot of the stuff that creeps me out is like a good horror, like a good ghost story. You don't you don't see it, but you feel it, and you in it's, it's it invokes emotions. Um, a diff- as, as I always say when we talk about the, the genre a difficult genre to get right but when you get it right it's so satisfying for me um, like I say so that that's always just that's just my go to just just pump it into my veins um, but I don't I don't comics don't give me nightmares have you ever read a book that's giving you a sleepless night and, and, uh, now Tony don't do, do any filth <laughs> Only, only some of the only some of the crap I get sent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> but, but you know, um, has there anything really been so sort of evocative that it's, it's no. you've been? Yeah, I've, I've got enough darkness in my life I, to I've nightmares. Never, I've never had that. Yeah. I've never had that. There's so. um, there's one that I got a glimpse of recently, and it kind of stuck with me. I didn't actually read the whole thing. It was one of Dave's, 
was Jay Stevens Dwellings. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I've not read oh, it, but I know that. Yeah, like it looks like it's it looks like it's a kiddie affair when you look at the the front of it. It looks like sort of I don't know, like a, a little orphan Annie or uh, Archie or something. But the story inside, holy shit! It was like a it was like a folk horror, but I'm I mean like proper terrifying. I genuinely was speaking about it with the guys and said I've not actually been freaked out. I, I find it very difficult for a horror to get that, like you say. But mm. that that really freaked me out. Really reading it, like holy shit! And there's I think there's only like two issues of it out at the minute or something. But they're oof, okay. they're cracking. They're really good to get. Um, and my friend Dharma to a degree. I know I mentioned that again. Yeah, but that, yeah, no, that... no, certainly. Like, and there's a lot of um, like the true, and it also links into true crime stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be a, a recommendation this week, but because I, I haven't finished it, so I'm not. But I, um, book that I that I showed the guys before is. Did you hear what Eddie Gein done? Oh yeah, by Harold Schechter oh, okay. and Eric Powell, which I'm currently reading at the moment. A beautiful book. Um, it's. I'm not going to recommend it this week because I want to finish it. I want to really suck that in. But that's another example of just the truth of it is, mm. oh, oh, God. That, that <laughs> horse cock from Twist, from, was it Crossed? That Across. gets in my mind occasionally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just that comic either, is it? Um, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's just lots of, just so much to horror that I just love it. it like, like, I think, all of the genres we've mentioned, there's so much fruit isn't there really on the trees you can do so much with it and there's so much yet to be done with it i think that i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to these genres all the all those moments that dan describes in each of these genres where people says oh, i've got a science fiction book i've got a crime book here's the pitch and i go what and yes. turn, anything that turns my head because i think it's getting harder for me to really stop and think i need to check this out i don't know why okay. I, I i think that's you know there's so much stuff out there you're drowning in comics a lot of the time but when a comic stops and and forces you to take notice you know i'm, I'm looking forward to more books like that in all the genres we've talked about i think mm-hmm. um, but because the genres are so major i think from what we've talked about i mean <laughs> for a superhero book to be one to really stop you in your tracks it's got to do some hard work, mm. especially an independent book, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Um, and I, yeah, so yeah, I, I actually think that it's difficult, other than obviously Dan, to pull off a superhero book in an yeah, indie market. I agree. I think, because yeah. they've got so many, it's tied up so much in the tropes and styles and designs and everything yeah. of the mainstream too. You know, yeah, yeah. It's what you see the most of though, and like a <clears throat> a lot of the small press groups I'm a part of, like they all. Yeah. Everyone wants to have a crack at doing a superhero. Well, the US, you, you yeah. guys in the US, you know, the superhero genre is the number one. It's um, mm. by far, and deservedly so, because, like, you know, we all love them, I think. Without any elaboration, has anyone got any worthy mentions? You just say, just say, well, I'll, I'll give you my two. I've got comics that come from pulps. I love that. Yeah. And um, comics with an element of psychedelia in them. Quite like that Ooh, as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I've um I think it's because of like um one of the things that brought me to this Ed Gein book um was something slightly factual, like Kent State. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, that yeah, real yeah. like oh documentary wow. comics almost. So, yeah, 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 some, yeah, something yeah. Is, is comics, but you can take a learning, you can you can experience a, a moment in time in some ways and hopefully educate yourself. 
Yeah. Um, Tom? Uh, probably sort of surreal stuff. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just something, you know, Jim Woodring, that kind of thing. But even stuff that kind of takes just a, a surreal tint to it. Um, and probably Western. As well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we've yeah. enjoyed some westerns recently. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love a good western. Yeah. Le- Leapfrog get off of that, and Vince's one is like that historical stuff that's really well observed, mm-hmm. and he, he kind of like getting insight into the time, uh, be it war like uh, Sarah, Sarah, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, yeah, Desert Star, or anything like that. It's just kind of, yeah, yeah and it, 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 it's a real skill, <clears> I think, <throat> between meticulous research and entertainment because <clears throat> you know, comics. Let's be honest. You know, no matter how what they are, they're a form of entertainment. They, you know, we're gathering something from them. If if sometimes it can, when it's factual, it can be so dry that it might as well just be a reference book. But for me, like like, like something like Kent State, absolutely sings, and I learned so much from that book, from the way it's told and the way it's researched. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a real balancing act, isn't there? To from fact to sequential, I think. Yes. Yeah. You know, there you go. Well, that was a, that was a good choice, a good, yeah. uh, good guest to talk about it. Nice one, yes. guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, good. But what were what are your favorite genres? Are they are they um, some that we haven't talked about? Surely there's a million genres out there, or is it like one of those things where there's only one genre and they're all a boning? Yeah, <laughs> the bone right genre. Um, and we don't mean the bone comics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Definitely not all ages, um, <laughs> but but no. If you've got any genres that you like, then let us know. Um, whether it be um, on t- Twitter at the Awesome Pod, like keep keep the conversation going on our Slack channels, keep the conversation going on Facebook, etc. Um, just yeah, let us know because th- this sort of stuff is a real sort of like sat around the the coffee table, the pub table. It's, this is a conversation that we could have for hours and hours and hours, but we can't. Right now, <laughs> because uh, we're, the Horlex is kick, kicking in, and we're all feeling a little bit sleepy. So we've got to do. <laughs> so we've got to do the rest of the show. And speaking of which, it's time for the shoutouts. We've got a few shoutouts this week, gents, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So a big shout out to everyone in the drink and draw. Thanks for coming along. That was a nice chilled one. Very good. Um, and big welcome to the new Slack members. I think we've got three new ones this week. Welcome. Uh, just wanted to say. Sorry, go on, go on. So everyone was kicking themselves that someone put up a couple of uh, really great comics for sale in the uh, pound shop, and they they got snatched up immediately. And everyone was like, "Oh fuck, I wish I'd have got that." <laughs> okay, yeah. So you can join. You can join all the channels. Have an yeah. explorer of the channels when you join up because there are quite a few going on. Um, not everyone's in everything. Um, Hank Fur is going on sale this week. I'm just waiting. It's, I think he's arriving back from the printers tomorrow, so um, that'll be on sale. And there'll be some Atomic Hercules stickers as well going up. Um, thanks to Eamon for sending me a DVD for a future project we're working on. And also thanks to Mr. Strott, who sent me a lovely um, post-it note, Master of Kung Fu, this week. Ah, uh, I miss Matt Strott. Yeah, he's a good dude. Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a shout-out for a Kickstarter. I put a call-out for Kickstarters uh, on our ACP Twitter. Loads of people liked to retweet it, but very few responded. And this is one of them. Uh, I think you're going to like the sound of this, Vince. It's called Breakneck Fantasy Anthology, issue one. Five action-packed comics from some of the best up-and-coming creators across 32 pages of magic, muscle, murder, and mayhem. And the five stories... Some of my favourite M-words. So many yes. M's it spells... <laughs> mm. 
Sorry. They said, they said they Sorry. couldn't do it as well. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's got, first of all, when, when I freeze hell over, an ice which charges down the path to conquer hell. Meat, brotherly rivalry is brutal when it comes to orcs. Jack and Beans, the legendary hero must find the Dragonstone before the amateur adventurer annoys him to death. Uh, Tale of Caron, Zaron, a young prince relives the downfall of his royal family and Crypt Sisters, monster hunting is a family affair. There you go. Now, okay. Kickstarter's running right now and you've got 21 days if you listen to this podcast tomorrow, which is the 7th of February. Nice. Don't check it out. Good. There you go. Any others? Tom, have you got any? Um... Yeah, well, aside from uh, shouting out for my uh, my TCS crew, yeah, hey. uh, aside from shouting out that because uh, Dave's obviously got all his comics up um, at the minute on Freddy Comics. Yeah, uh, I think it's Big Cartel. Um, and he's got his comics sell as well, he? Yeah, he does, but I, I don't know. He's got them in shops. He's not got them up online yet, but he does have a new uh, one out. He does have a new one out called Once Upon a Time During the Ice Age. Um, if you look him up at Mike Sadaka. Um, and just even give him a message, it'd probably be good. But aside yeah. from that, yeah, he sent me a copy. I really liked it actually. Yeah, oh, did he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, good. Aside from that, there's uh, like a video project thing that's up on YouTube called um, I think it's Creating Comics UK. Okay. I watched a bunch of their videos. Um, they've got like a second series or something that's coming. They do it in like sections. They put them up like a, a video a week for. One week in, uh, I think it's this coming February or something, but they did a first series and it was a lot of people that I knew within uh, the sort of Dundee scene that were on it. There was other folk as well, but there was... Uh, no, it was whole people are on it, mate. Um, I, I think I think Olivia's in this next series, Olivia Hicks, um, but Rebecca Horner was on it the last time. I did an interview with her a wee while back, um, right. which is a pal, pal of mine as well. Yeah. Um. God, there was loads of there was loads of folk, and I'm just totally blanking on uh, who they were. Uh, oh God, it was loads of different people. Um, no worries, no worries. Yeah. yeah, there was loads, of, but they cover like loads of different things. They they talk about like their favorite comics. They do like uh, topics like traditional traditional comics culture and things about you know gender and reading relations and all that kind of stuff. But I think the last one was predominantly they were trying to focus on sort of the female creators within comics but then they opened it up for this next series um so yeah it's creating comics uk i think if i remember rightly off the top of my head um, who's running that who's the sort of organizers of that god knows i'm sorry mate i couldn't i couldn't fire loads of questions at you man it's just no like, no no yeah, not at all yeah. um no but i couldn't tell you who actually runs it um i think they they spoke to me a wee while back when i was um when the sort of series one had went up and I'd liked a couple of videos or something, but I couldn't tell you who it was. No. I just noticed, I just noticed it because it was people that I'd recognized within comics that were on the videos, you know, yeah. they were, they were worth checking out. They were really, they were, it was good just finding out people's um, thoughts and opinions and stuff. It's just short videos on, on, up on YouTube. Um, cool. Same, same kind of vein. Um, as like little videos and stuff that they put up around the time of like SPX and stuff, but it's more around this sort of scene as opposed to the US scene. Oh, cool. That was good. Yeah. Nice. 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 So without further ado, it is a time to recommend some books. I don't have one this week because like I said, I'm uh, halfway through a book. So, <laughs> right. so get, so I've get got, your, I've get got your two. boots ready because I'll probably be uh, recommending it very soon in a, in a show. But, um, yeah, you got t- you got two, Tony. So start and start and finish start, us off. And then or, we can get or, to yeah. the next. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
So my first one is a book called Subscribe by Harry Dean Wilmot. Um, when we look back on the lockdown, I think we should, I think everyone's sort of remembering lockdown comics is all these stories about people stuck in their houses, you know, but I think we need to remind ourselves of the dark side of what has happened. And we all, let's, let's imagine, let's try and imagine someone. So we all know someone who's been like this, the person I'm about to describe. Let's make a name up. Let's just say Ned. Should we say Ned? Um, okay, sounds good. Something maybe similar to that. They spend their life in their bedroom the, and they live with their mum. You know, they, um, even though they're in their sort of late 20s, early 30s, they've never really had a partner or even, you know, even a sort of short sexual interlude, romantic interlude. And they're kind of sad, lonely wankers, but they live their lives through being online. We all know people like that, I'm sure. We can all think of someone. Lives on Twitter, for example. Maybe on Twitter. That's a good example, mate. Yeah, maybe <laughs> on YouTube. The, maybe on podcasts, you know. But the so this is a story of that sort of person. A disgusting, utter lump of a human being addicted to the small sort of dopamine hits that social media and video streaming deliver. He virtually never washes. Um, he um, does things sexually to himself on live stream um, while his mum shouts through the door that his tea is ready. Um, he even has a little a little accent in his pants. You know, he's, he's sort of utterly unlikable, but like just is desperate for sort of likes and hits online. Um, validation. Sorry? And validation. And Yeah, absolutely. So, he just, so he's desperate and he, he gets really excited because he's had over a, a thousand views on his video channel, although he does actually have 200 videos on it. Um, and although one of them is a trip, he took a trip to the, maybe he's a, Thomas a tank engine fan or something he takes a trip to the train museum and that gets 400 views for some strange reason so he gets very excited so he thinks I'm going to make something of this so he starts um, gorging himself on um, on camera with spaghetti and he gets his, he tries to develop this catchphrase of more spaghetti but what, of course what happens with the internet and with this story is um, the cool kids get hold of it one of them recognises him someone they knew related to someone who went to school with him and they start ironically liking the videos, which only encourages him to do like more and more fucking weird and let's face it, tragic things. And um, he gets really carried away with it. Uh, and then unfortunately these people start leaving things, comments on like outrageous comments on some of the videos. One of them accusing him of being a virgin and all this sort of thing. And it suddenly hits him um, that he's being made fun of. You know, people are liking his stuff because they're laughing at him. Um, although he is, it, it doesn't have the balance of, oh no, but he's really a nice person. He's not, he's just horrible, this person, you know. Uh, he doesn't realise that it's, it's because he's become an utter joke to the internet. Um, and it's just hilariously played out for laughs. It doesn't end, I want to ruin the ending, but it does not end in an uplifting way that you expect it to end. And I really like that they didn't go that sort of cliche way. Oh no, but he thought yeah, they all become friends. You know, there's none of that crap that happens in it. It's very nihilistic, the story. Um, it's got a real sort of underground feel to it, the art in it is and is um but it's like um it's got he's got a colour, he colours his art on it. So it's it's immensely readable. It's very, very readable. I put a page of it on um the Slack the other day and the PXD said he had a coughing fit laughing at it, um, which was just genius. I just I absolutely loved it. Came out of nowhere. It was another one of those impulse buys in Gosh off the shelf. That's where I got it. You can get it in Gosh. If you go to Harry underscore Dean, which is D 
E-A-N-E, Harry underscore Dean underscore Wilmot, double L double T. On Instagram, you can find it, and there's a link to his Etsy store. I think this is the only thing he's got for sale on his Etsy store, but I think he has done other stuff. But I encourage you to to follow him on Instagram and buy some of his work because I just it was just an absolute breath of fresh air. And I kind of think we forget the sort of the insular, self-obsessed side of the internet that seems to have taken over. You know, where nobody really thinks they'll have to reveal themselves in real life anymore, but they say whatever they like online. And he is a prime example of this, as are the people that then go on to troll him. Um, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that's created in what is essentially sort of quite an underground comic. Um, but yeah, subscribe. Harry Dean Wilmot. My first one. There you go. Nice. Tom, Hello. Dan. Should we have the guest? Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to go with a Alonzo Sneak by Nate Garcia. Good out. Um, yeah, I got this back in the in the summer um, through Strangers Fanzine, but I think he started putting it out himself now. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Alonzo, Alonzo Sneak is basically this character with out, out in the kind of west with sneakers, which is a bit strange, but um, and he has this horse Sheena that he absolutely adores and cares for, um, and then he when he goes in to get some food in a local bar and then comes back out, sees that Sheena is in a bit of trouble with some horse wranglers. Um, They try to put a little bit of the moves on Sheena and Alonzo and things get a bit hairy from there. It is all done in this kind of... Everybody always um, compares him to sort of Peter Bagg because he's got this... Yeah, 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 this sort of elongated stretchy um, perspective with with humans and characters Uh, but Nate is actually a caricaturist at a zoo (laughs) yeah this is great isn't it yeah Yeah, I heard this this is just a genius that's his day job isn't it yeah Yeah. and uh, I think he's only he's only like 19 or 20 or something Um, actually may may even be only 18 I don't know but but he he is a cartoonist at a zoo, so that's where he sort of exaggerated features and sort of stretchiness and on his characters come from. It's it's all black and white. He is doing color strips on Instagram at the minute. I think it's like a follow up story to the first Alonzo sneak. Um, he had Alonzo um, appear in his comic Horn Rim before that as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. that had a, a couple of other strips in it as well. But it's just. You know, it's so over the top. It's so absurd. Some of the dialogue is just unbelievable. You know, like it, there's a bit where there's snakes in Alonzo's bed and he's going, God damn fucking vipers in my bed. But every single one of those words has an exclamation mark at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. Ah, and like running about. And it's just all on this page. And I know people put stuff like that up, but when it's done with this really exaggerated, like everybody's got really wide open mouths and stretched out smiles and stuff, it just, it really accentuates yeah. the rest of the comic, you know. And I think I, I saw him first in Strangers and I, that you're right, man. It's that style that really does stop you and think, oh, that's really different. Yeah, you know? it is. It's, it's so different. Yeah. And it, it was, it, they're only sort of one pages out off the top of my head in, I think they were one pages, were they in Strangers or they were shorter. And the, it, this dude, like Jasper Jubeville, they're fucking, they're like children. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got yeah. socks older than those dudes. Yeah, but they're <laughs> producing some really interesting comics that are really sort of pushing stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. When yeah. you're hearing when you're hearing from him that he, you know, he started making comics for his teacher in grade school, you're just like, What the hell? Like this is Firstly, a movie. Like, don't be a creep all your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's he's like, Oh yeah, he used to make these like 30, 40 page comics for my teacher. I'm like, what? It's just unbelievable. Yeah. And then he's making these absolute masterpieces. But they they totally zip through and he's got these really weird ideas throughout them and it's just incredible and it it really plays on this um this black and white art as well i don't know if he's going to start putting them out in color or not when he starts printing them like the newer strips that he's got up on on instagram he's he's changed he's changed his style ever so slightly that it's not as detailed but it still works it still looks like him you know um i think that strip they put up on instagram is muscle horse um there's a little bit of the um use this phrase again a little bit of the yellow submarine about his style as well this is strange yeah. trippy stuff okay. isn't it yeah so it's to go it's to go back to the old honorable mention that said it was surreal it really yeah. is surreal yeah, yeah. in a way you know there's a guy you know what is it two pages in and there's a there's a guy's head blown off you know and you actually see like brain ex- excrement a bit of his eyeball flying out and i'm not talking like you know, you, you think of the eyeball flying out, you think of the, the, the round ball with a wee tendril coming off. No, this is actually yeah. just like a whole cloth, very detailed bit of skin with an eyebrow still attached flying through the air, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the sort of stuff you would have found in Zap or Weirdo or something like that. Yeah. You know, for me, it's not even that, it's not even, it's not even Mad Magazine. It's more that underground feel to it for me, yes. which I kind of like. It's yeah. completely an underground feel to it. It's yeah. And it's done in this sort of larger sized maybe just short of being a four comic as well um but it's just incredible and it it's like you say that it's just something a bit different it's something that visually even from the front cover you're like holy shit what's this i mean it's i I love a good visual to start off but to go along with this not even it's not even like wordy or anything you can zip through it in about a minute but it's just it's incredible it's what I think they are doing what comics should be. They're 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 making yeah. these really interesting, different, differently drawn comics that just zip by and are almost disposable. But you wouldn't want to get rid of them because they look so fucking beautiful, you know. But there's no mistaking who drew that. Do you know what I mean? You yes, see that from exactly. a distance and you go, yeah. "Oh, that's him." Yeah, like you, you say, the him and yeah. him and Jasper are just like. They're just breaking down walls with this stuff. It's unbelievable, and it's it's crazy how quickly they've got known as well. Yeah, you know, considering they only both of them really only started putting out stuff from like what 2019, 2020? Yeah, I'm gonna say and, it's only a couple of years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and now they're like the hottest shit. I mean, Simon Hanselman speaks about Jasper and uh, yeah, Patrick Sparrow was talking time. about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. speak about them all the time, and I'm just like. Wow, it's just it's just utterly incredible. I don't know if I don't know if you can still get them through strangers. There was copies of them in Gosh. Okay, um, right. Okay. Yeah, there was. Yeah, copies in there. I yeah. didn't see any in there yesterday, but yeah, can't yeah, remember. they may well still be. Yeah, there's. Uh, but Nate did another version of it. It's been printed in French as well. They're buddies, um, aren't they? Him and Jeeville. They do videos together. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They speak to each other, slag each other off, and stuff That's online it. as yeah, well. Yeah. But there's. Um, yeah, there's another version with a different cover uh, that's quite nice. I think that went up on on Nate's 
I think he's got a big cartel or, or something along those lines as well. Right. Um, but it's something that I spoke about quite recently was that it might be hard to get because I think postage will be through the roof. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the problem. That's why Gosh is so valuable for us because they yeah. do, and they put their stuff up on their site as well. Greg was saying last week. Mm-hmm. Put the small. He, he, I caught him yesterday morning because he was going. I said, "What are you doing?" He says, "Oh, I'm going through all the small press packages, which I'm guessing some come from the fact that we had him on the show as well, which is quite nice to know." But, mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets. He, he was going through it all. He said, "There's loads here." Yeah, so interesting. Who else is good? There's not. Not everything is up on Gosh's site, but I'm. I'm sure. Okay. If you, I'm sure if you got in touch with them, and yeah, obviously, yeah. it's obviously because you know they've only got so many members of staff. They've only got yeah. so much time to get it all up. So it makes sense if there's not. Everything up there, especially with yeah. the small press stuff coming in the way it does. There's only five I'm issues sure if, or something. What's the point? Sometimes it's going to fight. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm sure if you get in touch with them, they'd be able to, you know. Say, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that off of. Off no, of in fact, I know they will. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, they would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alonzo Sneak, Nate, Nate Garcia, definitely worth a look. <laughs> Even just look him up on, just to see him on um, on Instagram. I think he's on Instagram as like at Hornrim Comics or something like that. Cool. Yeah. Good chat, man. Nice. Good. Should Dan. I do my last one? Oh, I've got my... oh, no, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, mate. Yeah, you, we've, you've spoken about it this week, and most people have been crowing in the fact they've got a copy of it. That's uh, Adam Phelps' Deadlines. Yeah. I've got mine through. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. I was just... See, people it... think that that's a parody, but that's actually what he's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the, the double layer of the joke comes in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's what's going on behind He me. rang me while... Not only did he ring me while he was pleasuring a lady the other day and drawing a panel, he also rang me. So that's how, you know. <laughs> the, the contempt. Yeah. That, that plays into the story, doesn't he? Because there's an element where he talks about uh, sleeping with someone and then telling them to immediately go because he's got to carry on drawing. Yeah, he's committed eyes to Hercules. He's committed eyes. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to get a copy of this, I think you've already missed the boat because it yeah. was a kind of, you've got to get on it as soon as it's announced. And uh, uh, on a serious note, his fucking stuff's just going from strength to strength. Yeah, it's really kind of found in his feet, mm-hmm. and he, 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 his voice is just ringing out. It's great stuff. If you are a fan of his, you can get on the Patreon because Flesh and Ink, um, the new series of Flesh and Ink, begins tomorrow. And for one pound forty nine, yeah. you can read a page a day. There That's you go. a bargain. That classic advertising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolute bargain. I'd, I'd get in on that. So, uh, yeah, deadlines. Absolutely fantastic. I, I, I was laughing all the way through it. I've read it on the train home, which I'm not <laughs> I sure. Mean, if that's right he sent not. me an early version of it on digital, and I fucking rang him and said. You are a bleepity bleep, you know. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> lo- so lovely stuff. That's yeah, good stuff. Good. Nice, Tony. Okay, well, uh, final one: Day of the Flying Head. By, um, <laughs> what uh, title? Yeah, by Shintaro Kago. It's four short stories built around a theme. It will take some verbal gymnastics just to give you even a fucking clue of what a weird, strange reading experience this is. I bought it from Mansion House Press, which is a company we've spoken about a few times now. Um, they also did the on book that I mentioned. Um, yes, yeah, uh, they oh, also yeah, did, that's it, which is great. They also did the Johnny Ryan book. Uh, is it comic books are burning in hell? Do you remember the really outrageous one I told you about? They also did the like Batman this. one as well, didn't they? That's right, they did. That's right, we talked about that last week as well. Didn't we? Some comics apocalypse or something like that. That's it, that's the one, yeah. yeah. And Greg mentioned them as well last week from um, his experience dealing them through Goth. Gosh, so I saw this creator on Instagram, um, and I have been kind of following Shintaro Kago's work for a while, and it sure is intriguing. Um, I put some pictures up on the Slack the other day, and I think the phrase you used, Dan, was fucking hell, that's brutal. Um, when I put them up, yes. um, he's from Tokyo, um, he's actually around the same age as me, which is I found. 
I don't know why. I just find that interesting. I consider myself to be an old man. And he's, you know, past his prime and he's producing stuff like this. He, his style has been taught, called fashionable paranoia, which is also, as genres go, the fashionable paranoia genre is now popular in my house. He's published around 50 manga in Japan and a few of them are now creeping over here. Um, again, this book, unlike his other book, which I also got, which is called The Twelve Sisters of the Neverending Castle, something like that's dodge, um, is um, this one. Um, this one I'm talking about here, Day of the Flying Head, is wordless. So, which is a great selling. If you've got to sell in the rights tent on Glim, having a wordless comic does you a favour, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I'll read you the back blurb to it. Won't tell you anything. Flying Head is a monster from legends of Southeast Asia like Thailand and Indonesia, for instance. I've drawn comics and illustrations with these subjects many times. Through these four comics, I try to tell Flying Head stories in a science fiction key, Shintaro Kago. That tells you nothing about it, does it? But so no. what you've got is you've got um, four stories all set around this same same theme with these floating heads. And it's um, on a, what I presume is an alien planet. It could be sort of the far-flung future and Earth has changed, but I'm guessing an alien planet and a spaceship lands. And there's a lizard who looks up at this spaceship landing and it does a sort of silence because it's wordless does a silent scream and as it opens its mouth you can see what it's all in black and white what you can only describe is like its internal organs spilling out of its mouth it's on its tongue it's very strange it is talk about horror comics this will fuck you up it's like a cheese dream this is um it doesn't have a tongue instead it's got this like weird thing but the planet is industrialized and you you go to this factory and there's all these people sitting there and they're working and packing boxes and then they go into the canteen and there's a couple of people who are eating what looks like that of a bento box or a yogurt or something and um suddenly these people who've consumed this food which is obviously poisoned or there's got it's got something in it are on the floor and they're sort of retching and writhing in agony but quickly as soon as that happens then you see their heads start disconnecting from their bodies and their heads float away but they pull with it their trachea bit of their lungs their heart a tiny you know some of their duodenum and all this sort of thing is it this mess of horrible gangly just crap follows them out and drags their organs out with their flowing heads and it this this is the this is the sort of i call it a disease in a way um the it's almost like through the four stories you get different points of view about what happens so some of these people some of the humans see the heads as a threat and they, they, the army come in to destroy them, um, and they start throwing around their blood, which obviously is diseased. Um, there's some people, there's a tribe of um, uh, people in the jungle who see it as, I don't know, some kind of sort of religious sacrament, and as a kid is born, they're given a dose of the disease, and their heads float away. Um, there's, which is just fucking disturbing, there's... Um, and then they take this sort of strange jewel they implant in their head. So, fucking hell. And there's even one where it's treated as fashion. So, you know what? Um, we have this sort of cliche view of the Japanese all like streaming to the newest fashion for a while. And you yeah. get all these kids who sort of stream to it so that they they too can have their heads taken off their bodies and their internal organs flow about through the sky and stuff. Um, there's one bit where the heads are used by these sort of fat, lazy industrialists who lay on lay on beds and they use their heads as almost like slave labour. There's one where the um, the the sort of huge lizard-type dinosaur creatures are given it and their heads are weaponized in in as weapons and also as, like, I suppose, like the version of a dinosaur JCB, you know. Um, and it's, he uses it in some really interesting ways. He, he takes this idea, which visually is very striking, 
very disturbing. But he allows it to play on a political and social, socio-political stage almost. So we deal with disease, um, which is very clear in it, the spread of the disease, the violence that it, and fear that is involved in this disease, um, people who have who capitulate to and give in to on purpose this disease because they think for some reason it might improve them, enrich them, change them, move them out of their daily grind. Um, it's some see it as evolution. And there is there is a certain part of it that does show it as a sort of evolutionary process. Um, and it's also talked about how we mess with nature and how um, we are also part of that messing with nature. It's really interestingly done. There is definitely messages put in there. The art is black and white, um, hyper-detailed, hyper um, with a style that is instantly at once both um, both beautiful, but also like very, very um, visually disturbing. Um, he's heavy on line work, but he doesn't use a lot of blacks. There's no heavy shadows, so none of this is hidden in shadows, which, you know, you tend with is the sort of trope we see in the style we see in a lot of horror books. Um, but I absolutely, I, I became entranced by it. It's something that stuck with me. I thought about it after I read it. It, it plays heavily on your nerves and your emotions and stuff like that. Uh, but it's genuinely absolutely brilliant. Um, it really did push my buttons. And I really think there is um, an extreme imagination on show that people might draw conclu wrongly conclusions about. I think it's also excellently paced for a wordless comic. It gets across the narrative and the story through the actions and the, you know, the evolution and the, the growth and then transgression on the page. Um, yeah, it, it w but it will keep you up at night. Genuinely, it really will. The yeah. book I read, The Twelve Sisters of the Neverending Castle, which I showed you the cover earlier, even the cover of that, which a woman is split open and from her um, for JJ up to her neck, Oof. these huge Japanese castles are flowing out of her body, and and that's just the start of this one. And that's a big, that's a big sort of a hard, you know, oversized hardback. This this comes in a soft cover. It's like um, looks like a short manga from the it's got like a a faux faux french flaps on it kind of almost looks like a dust jacket but isn't kind of kind of thing but yeah beautiful absolutely beautiful get on it i got it from mansion press because mansion press comes from france rather than america you don't pay huge amounts of postage on it which is quite good as well oh, okay mm. yeah which is that sounds fascinating yeah, yeah really just incredible yeah yeah a real a real moment in my reading life this year has been reading this book and i was wow. surprised to find it yeah, nice. it's interesting yeah nice that's good. Nice. So there you go, folks. Tons to add to your wish lists <laughs> and empty your pockets. Um, but be sensible with your shopping, as always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony, I'm talking to you. Oh, God. It's bad uh, again this week. Yeah. But we, uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode. If there's anything you want us to shout out on the show, or that if there's any um, comic endeavours or stuff that we should be checking out or shouting out about in the show, then please, please, please let us know. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us at the awesome pod on Twitter. If you do the book of faces, go to facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast. There's also the community group Awesome Comics Talk and the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack channel. Get in touch with us to uh, join us on there. There's lots of different chats, rooms, discussions, all kinds going on on there. Um, thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. Um, if you listen to us on any other networks, or like if you listen to us on Apple, then please subscribe and leave a review. Yeah. Helps helps get the word out about this show, the comics we talk about, the strange madness that is comics on a weekly basis. You can leave a review on Spotify as well, did you know that? 
Yes, well, well, whenever yeah, yeah. you can leave a review, please leave a nice review. Please. We, I haven't uh, got a review in ages. No, no. Yeah. Go on. You People know. leave your reviews. Do, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do something nice for us for Valentine's Day. Um, if you listen to us on any other networks, like, like uh, <laughs> I don't know if they can leave one of those. Uh, Spotify, Amazon, <laughs> I'll, I'll Stitcher, leave them something. Pod nose, pod knife. What are the networks, networks are we on, Tony? We're on the network pod o piss flaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the OPS network, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, God's sake. Last line uh, of fur. Thought I'd say it. Oh God. Um, but <laughs> you should get. Thank you very much, Tom, for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Yeah, cheers, Tom. Good, man. Yeah, thanks no for the uh, insight. As always, yeah. you are very well read. You're very well educated, and you love <laughs> comics. Which is love why that love comic you. smell, man. Love that yeah. podcast. And the thing is, I always listen to it as soon as it comes out, and I always message you with a line that's normally from Mike. Yeah, from the first <laughs> half out. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure speaking to you, folks. Honestly. Good stuff, oh, cheers, yeah. dude. Well, hopefully we'll see you again in the flesh. Yes, soon. Yes, soon enough. Um, but before then, where where can people find us, Tony? Patreon.com forward slash tribute press. It's uh, one pound forty nine a month. There you go. Get on it. There you go, Dan. Bargain. You can find me uh, Patreon.com forward slash Vanguard comment. You can read Vanguard at VanguardComment.com. <laughs> issue twenty started last week, and there's going to be three pages this week instead of two because. I got confused on the days in my head. And I've, re- I've got a real, I update Wednesday, Friday, and it was Thursday when I realised that. So I thought, rather than fuck the schedule up, I'll, I'll put three pages this week. You're a mad lad, an absolute mad lad. <laughs> I said I, I sometimes like I do it in blocks of two and four. So if there's a that week, that whole section is usually contained. I try to contain it in two weeks, in, in a week. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on YouTube because Dan does it every week. Oh, yes. Thanks, yeah. We've got yeah. our, our little YouTube channel. So if you want to look at the covers we, we're talking about, uh, and I recommend I pop them in there and I try and do little bits and bobs. Mm. Nice. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, thank you for checking us out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on the socials at Jester Diablo. And Tom, where can people find you and that comic smell? Uh, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're now newly on Amazon, Audible, all that kind of stuff. So just type in that comic smell into Google. It tends to come up with the links. And we're also on Instagram and Twitter at that comic smell, which it's me that controls it. So that's where you can get me as well. But keep an eye out because issue two is a coming, baby. Yeah. That comic yeah, smell awesome. comic. Yeah. It's uh, all done. It's all done. Just need to get it all to the printers and whatnot now. Fantastic. Good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> oh, you're a real Looking boy. Looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and do, doing, your, doing your first one's an easy thing. Doing your second one, that's that's the that's the real thing. <laughs> yeah, that hard second album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, keep keep an eye out on, uh, on socials for that. There you go. Good man. And... Uh, Yes, keep an eye out for more great comics, folks. We hope you have a brilliant week, wherever you are in the world. We love you. We hope you're happy, healthy, and doing okay, no matter what, where you are in the world, or, or whenever you listen to this, because we are timeless. Oh, <laughs> Tony. What? Yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan's timeless. I know you're timeless, aren't you, Dan? I, I guess so, Some in some aspects. 
What do you mean in some aspects? No others. Well, you, you work out for yourself. I ain't gonna oh, do all the. Oh, oh. I ain't doing all the legwork. Oh, my <laughs> word! Um, but wherever you are in the world, keep reading comics. Keep making comics. Keep being nice to everyone, because that's what we need more mm. in the world. Yeah. Nobody's told me this rule. It's not a rule. It's just the way you should be. Uh. Oh God. So, so, from Dan, Grumpy Guts, Tom and myself, <laughs> have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics. And as always, what should they do, guys? Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was a good one. That was perfectly timed. Beautiful. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye.